cypress that you mentioned mm-hmm. earlier, greenish, pretty kind of a... Gardening on the Mighty 990, powered by Palladio Home and Garden, with your hosts, Veda Vance. Oh, it's blooming it up. Oh, and so let me warm. It's going to happen. The gar- yellowish foliage before the foliage drops. Uh, the sweet gum, uh, but I would get the gumless sweet gum, just to say, okay? <laughs> sweet gum. Sweet gum. Yeah, because I think a sweet gum in the world would... I, th- I don't know why... Gumless sweet plenties. gum. Gum. Yeah. Yeah. Gum. Why does gum gum does that sound fun? You don't okay. want honey. Sweet. I mean the balls that list. Yeah, well, I mean, right. You know the the fruit uh, prick you when you in a beautiful fall color. Wait, but they have beer. uh Veda. What if blueberries? About um, great fall color. Oh, amazing oak leaf. They have great hydrangeas. Color. I mean, it's amazing. Yeah, burning yeah. bushes. Hydrangeas. Said that. Crepe Smoke, bushes. I think you three crepe myrtles. Yeah. Turtles. Smoke we don't tree think of is one of them. Yeah, so yeah, um, think so because about mm. you have any fall look out in your yard, and if not, right now, do you, then just you color at these through can plant landscape out your look. Oats got great, yeah, that's look on all color. So, Dina's your list, Nandranges, Lakothi, Crepe Murray, Hydra tending to be you, absolutely. What, then they look it up, no, but it is not somebody up and go, but it's not, not you, you. Yes. it is it's there. So, um, it off and on again, uh, it's going on, and uh, can. Right, on top of the realist and paper wash refrigerator. On, and like, you've seen yeah. top of the dryer. People put amber heating mat yeah. here. They even got to warm it up. It's, yeah. If you process, and like it's going to speed up the process, but if you want it's time, back right. to slow it down, just stick it back right. there. Because that room is going to take mm-hmm. that cooler. Hey, if I want to be. Okay, so that's a bloom on this day. That'll be a hob. It's going to happen. It doesn't look like it. Oh, so let me warm it too fast. Let <clears> me. Oh, it's blooming. Take over here and to run it back. Yeah. It reminds the cool area. You know, the masters, me up here down in Augusta, they play every year down there to Georgia about the masters big things about his blooming mm-hmm. or the azalea well and one of the one a typical oh, yeah they're in full year during the mass full yeah. bloom I remember years but uh it was ago warm so so warm mm-hmm. and these is early mm-hmm. but it's it was these were really way befudding and they were you know yeah. popping out or actually remember so this. they were the ground they were chilling masters right I for the mass they were whatever however there was uh, putting ice bags uh I guess the the cooling pool the this whole uh-huh. ground say is to surround these as things they blow them to where you went. Beautiful but have yeah. a beautiful right. when you watch picture here it didn't work. remember when you work. Yeah watch the mask yeah. and then there's, there's uh, I do there's that it did but, but yes. then there's your but they're the work. way they but the way they were doing it. no and leading the tip that they were regular think with sure and just short the water we are using all this and here we years ago though. Up but this was your we'll see you okay with aesthetic purpose ice for you after for the third after this break power Garden help you the you need now mid on the My South Garden powered by D990 Kenneth Miss Veda Van Garden Palladio Hope with your host Jim Crowder Avery and Gardeners welcome good morning with Garden glad we're back to Mid South also with you this morning but I'm still have, I have to say that having the we can be with him that keep Puppy scan posted on my page, getting Facebook page page. I get a message and so Facebook sends me. Keep on getting as a friend reported. Page. Yeah, on the face somebody pretended that this is, mm. and then to be you. It's, yeah, uh, dogwoods, uh, viburna, blueberry, um, and uh, yeah. berries that we're yeah. talking about. And then bush, like Virginia, uh, even Atias, the sweet spire, the yeah. beautiful. Yeah.
Right. Too. You know, yeah, all color conspicuous. You know, they're kind of inconspicuous, but when it comes around mm-hmm. the growing season, man, they really show to fall. They are making yeah. the colors. Got when you said blue, think now I forgot. Have actually blueberries. I incorporate that. Actually, forgot to. We have the uh, bin where we garden the kids. Um, the go- we have work in the charred violas and this for the winter and the kale blueberry for the. So I should put a man. I love fall. Oh, and love this show. Our podcast. Y'all listen to and we'll see you next. If you missed anything in the garden next weekend in. Seventy. mentioned earlier, Cypress, that you made pretty kind of a greenish. The Mighty Nut Gardening, onboard by Pilate 90, Powden, with your audio home and garden. Great events, hosts. Va- oh, it's blooming. It's going to happen, so let me warm. Yellowish foliage. The girl is dropped before the fall. Sweet gum. Uh, this said I would get the gum. Uh, but just to say, the sweet gum. Sweet gum. Okay. Sweet gum. Yeah. Anybody in the world would. Because I think a sweet gum. sweet gum. I don't know why. Gum. Yeah. Plenty of sweet yeah, gum, gum. Why does you know? Okay. Does that sound funny? I mean, the balls that funny, sweet, right? You know, that, list. yeah. Well, it prick you when the, the fruit, a beautiful fall color. You anywhere, anyways. Uh, but they have blueberries. Uh, they don't. What a great fall color. About, um, amazing oak leaves. Oh, hydrangeas. They have great. Yeah, brother. I mean, some hydrangeas. Burning yeah. bushes. Said that. Smokes. Tree, crepe myrtles. Yeah. I think you smoke We don't tree. think of myrtles. Smoke tree. Yeah. So. That's one of them. So, because, yeah, um, things you have any fall about. Mm-hmm. And if not, look out in your yard. Then just, you start right now. Do you get these through a color? Your landscape. You can plant about your, it's got great shape. Look, look on your, yeah, that's Dina's fall color. So, oranges. Your list, and then crepe myrtle. Uh, look, Kothi, tending to be ye. Hydra. Then they look it up. Absolutely. Well, not somebody Purdue. No, but it is and not I you. Up and go, but it's there. So yes. it is. Yes. On again. Get it off of and uh, uh, it's going on. It's on top of the room. And refrigerator on the list and paper on yeah. top of the dryer. Like, and you've seen heating mat. Yeah. People put amber. Warm it up. It's here. They even got a process. And like, yeah. if you want to speed up the process, it's going to get time. Like right. you said, but if you want, just stick it back and slow it down. Room, it's going to take right. care. Because that's, hey, if I want to that cooler. De- that be okay. Day. Such a bloom on this. It's going to happen. That'll be a hobby. Oh, it doesn't look like it's too fast. <clears> let me, <throat> so let me warm it over here until. Oh, it's blooming. Yeah. It reminds Run it back. You know, the master. The cool area. Here down in Augusta. It's me up uh, down there. They play every year. Not the Masters to Georgia is blooming. Mm-hmm. Big things about well, are the azaleas one a typical and one of the yeah, they're in full um, during the Masters. Cool year, yet I remember year full yeah. bloom. Uh, it was Masters, but um, so years ago, mm-hmm. and these are so warm. But it's it was early. Mm-hmm. It's way before these were really you know yeah. budding, and they were actually popping out the ground. They were remember so this. they were Masters, right. chilling. Doing they were core the mass. Uh, whatever, yeah. however, there was bags or putting ice. The the uh, I guess cool cooling uh-huh. or the the whole is to ground things there. Ground these is to where you would blow them beautiful down. Right. When you would have yeah. a beautiful it didn't work. picture. Work. Yeah. I remember one year. And then there's watch the masters yeah. that it did. Work. Uh, I do. But they're the but yeah, then there's the way they were doing work. it. They but they're leading the tip. Uh, no, and I think with there were regular shortage and just are using all this the water years ago though. Edge, and here we will see you. This but this was your aesthetic perfect. Okay, we after ice for for the third hour for this break hour. Garden help you. The now mid you need on the mic. Powered by South Gardens, Kenneth Mickey 990 Human Gardens, Veda Van, Palladio Ho, Jim Crowder with your host, Avery Hench.
Gardeners, welcome to South Garden. Glad we're good morning. Also, back to Mid-South. I'm still happy you this morning. Having the, I have to say, the am that you can be posted on my page. Puppy's Facebook page. Facebook getting a message and page. I keep on getting, Facebook. Facebook sends me forwarded. There's a friend report. Somebody pretended. Page. Yeah, on the Facebook. And that uh, this is, yeah, uh, tend to be you. Uh, dogwood, blueberry, viburnum, uh, yeah. bur- um, and and then berries that we're yeah. talking about, like Virginia bush, Atias, and uh, even yeah. beautiful yeah. sweet spar that, you know, yeah. right. conspicuous, they're yeah, all color. But when it comes around, they're kind of, in, man, they really show in the mm-hmm. growing season. So you're making them to fall. Got when you said blue. Yeah. the colors. I've actually think now, for incorporate that blueberries, I have the, I um, actually forgot to garden the kids in where we... We have um, the, the chard work in just for the winter. Violas and blueberry for those in the kale. Man, I love her, So I should put a bow and fall. Our podcast of this show. And we'll see you next. Y'all listen to her in the garden. If you missed anything next weekend. in 70. Mm-hmm. mentioned earlier, pretty kind of a cypress that you made. The mighty night. Greenish. Or by Palat Gardening. Unbidden. With your 90. Powered events. Theo Home and Garden. Oh. Hosts. Think it's going to happen. Oh, it's blooming. Yellowish foliage. And so let me warm. Foliage drops. The gar- Sweet gum. Before the fun. I would get the gum. Uh, this is just to say. Uh, but yes. Gum. The sweet gum. Sweet gum. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Anybody in the world would. Gumless sweet gum. Because I think a sweet gum. Yeah. I, th- I don't know why. Plenty sweet gum. Gumless. Yeah. Gum. You don't okay. want. What is I mean, the balls that, does that sound fun, right? You know, that, funny, uh, sweet, prick you when you yeah, well, have a beautiful fall color. The, the fruit, um, uh, you know, blueberries, wait, but they have great fall color. They don't, what amazing oak leaf about um, hydrangeas. Oh, yeah, Bur- they have great hydrangea color. I mean, it's that crate Smoke, burning yeah. bushes, three crate myrtles. Yeah. We Smoke don't tree. think of this. I think you see. Yeah. So Turtles. Smoke. So because yeah. one of them. Do you have any fall? Yeah. Uh, things. And if not, about. Mm-hmm. Then just you look out in your yard. at these through our right now. Do your landscape color. See? You can plant. got great. Fout. Your. Look on. Look. Hothenas. Yeah. That's oranges. Fall color. So crepe myrtle. Your list. Nan tending to be you. Look. Hothi. Then they look it up. Hydra. Not somebody. Pers- Absolutely. What is not you. you. No, but it is there. So up and go. But it's on again. Yes. It is. Yes. And uh, can it often. It's on top of the roof. Oh, it's going on. Refrigerator. On. And six. Yeah. Heating mat. Yes. And like. you've seen. Warm it up. It's people put amber process. And like here, they even got to speed up the. Yeah. If you it's time. Back right. on this. It's going to just stick it back. You said, but if you want room, it's going to take to slow it down. Okay. If I want to. Right. Because that's. De- that's in that cooler day. Okay, it's gonna happen. To bloom on this step. Oh, that'll be a hobby fast. <clears> let me. <throat> doesn't look like it over here until. So let me warm it. Yeah. It reminds. Oh, it's blooming. T- you know the master. Run it back. You're down in Augusta. The cool area down there. It's me uh, about the masters. They play every year. Is blooming mm-hmm. to Georgia. Well, big things about. When a typical are the azalea. Yeah, they're in full. And one of the during the masters. Oh, I remember year full year. Yeah. Uh, it will yeah. bloom from solsters, but mm-hmm. and these are years ago. But it's it was so warm it's way before early. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. these were really were actually budding, and they were the ground. They were popping out. Asters. Right, I remember. So this. they were doing. They were chillings uh, for the mass bags or whatever. Yeah. However, they were the the putting ice. Oh, uh, I get uh-huh. cooling days to sl- the, this whole things that ground to where you ground these is beautiful. Low them right. when you wound. 
here it didn't work. have yeah. a beautiful mark. Yeah, picture, well, and then there's I remember one years that it did watch the match, yeah. but they're the worst. Yeah. I do the way they were doing it, but yes. then there's your lady the tip, but they but they're think with uh, no and short, they were regular. We are using all this picture. and just years ago, though, the water will see and here we aesthetic purposes. But this was your you after okay for the third as ice for this break hour. Garden help you. Now, mid digging on the money you need. Be powered by Kenneth May South Garden and Garden. 8990. Veda Van Jim Crowder. Palladio Hope. With your host, Avery and Gardeners, welcome to Garden. Glad we. Also, good morning. I'm still heading back to mid having the view this morning. Am that I have to say that posted on my page. It can be with Facebook page. Facebook puppy scam message and so keeps getting keep on getting the page. I recorded. Facebook sends me somebody pretend as a friend report. And page. yeah, on the face. Yeah, uh, that this is uh, to be you. Blueberry dogwood. Yeah. Bur- Burna. And then, um, and like Virginia's that we're yeah. talking about, Matias, burning bush, yeah. beautiful, yeah. and uh, even too. you know, yeah. in a sweet spot, the unspeakiness, right? But when it comes around, yeah, all color, man, they really show. Now they're kind of inc- they are making in the mm-hmm. growing season. Got when you said blue. down to fall, have actually yeah. the colors. Incorporate that. You think now for we have the um, blueberries. I garden the kids. actually forgot to. We have then where we charge um, the goods for the winter work in blueberry for the violas and man I love it. and the kale oh, and so I should put a, our podcast in fall Perfect. and we'll see you next. Love this show in the garden. Y'all listen to her if you missed anything next weekend in seventy. Mm-hmm. Mentioned earlier, pretty kind of a the mighty cypress that you made by Palat Greenish with your gardening on eight events and ninety power. Oh. Home and garden. It's gonna happen. Hosts, yellowish foliage. Oh, it's blooming. Foliage drops. And so let me warm sweet gum. The gut. I would get the gum before the fun. Just to say, that. Uh, the sweet <laughs> yes. gum. Uh, but sweet gum. Yeah. Homeless sweet gum. Anybody in the world would. Okay. Homeless <laughs> sweet gum. Yeah. Because I think a sweet. I, th- I don't know why. Gum. Gum. Plenty sweet. You don't okay. want. Yeah. Gum. I mean the balls that. Why did right? You know that. Does that sound fun? Prick you when Honey, you sweet beautiful fall color. List. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, the, the fruit, uh, blueberries. You, anyway, great fall colors. But they have amazing oak leaf, Aveda. What if hydrangeas? About, um, yeah. Br- oh, hydrangeas. They have great. Said that. Crepe myrtles. I mean, some tree crepe myrtles, yeah, burning yeah. bushes. We don't trees. think of. Yeah, so I think you so because myrtles. Smoke. Do you have any fall? Yeah. one of them. And if not, yeah. Things, uh, then just you bow. Mm-hmm. Get these through. Look out in your yard. Landscape. Right, right now, do you see? Color. It's got great. Can play. Look on about your Dinas. Look both branches. Yeah, that's crepe myrtle. Uh, all color. So tending to be you. Your list. And then, mm-hmm. then they look it up. Lakothi. Not somebody pretty. Hydra. Not you. This. Absolutely. What's there? So. Uh, no, but it is. On again. Up and go. But it's. And uh, yes. it is. It's on top of the roof. It often. Refrigerator. Oh, so uh, it's going on. Six. Yeah. Heating mat. Yeah. Warm it up. It's, and like, you've seen process. And like people put Amber to speed up the pure. They even got to get time. Back. Yeah. If you want, just stick it back on this. It's going to room. It's going to take you said, but if you want, hey, if I want to slow it down, da- that right. there because that's day. Can that cooler? It's going to happen. Be okay. Oh, to bloom on this too fast. Let <clears> me. <throat> that'll be a hobby over here until it doesn't look like it. Yeah. It reminds. So let me warm it. You know the master. Oh, it's blooming. You're down in Augusta. Run it back down there. The cool area. Not the masters. It's me. Uh, is blooming. Mm-hmm. They play every year. 
went to Georgia. One of the typical big things about yeah, they're in for the Isaiah during the Mass. And one of the, I remember a year, uh, it was a cool year, year soul yeah. bloom, mm-hmm. and these are sisters. But but it's it was years ago. It's way before soul war. You know, yeah. early. Mm-hmm. Actually, these were really the ground. They were budding and they were sisters. Right, I remember. popping out. Doing. They were cool. remember so this. they were uh, chilling bags or the mat. The the whatever however they were cool, putting ice on. Uh-huh. Or, uh, I guess they is to cooling things. They the, the hope to where you would ground beautiful ground these is right. when you blow them here it didn't down. work. Yeah, it have yeah. a beauty and then there's pictures that it did but, remember one year but they're the watch the mass yeah. way they were doing uh, i do relating the tip but yeah. then there's your think with but they but they're short uh, no and they are using all this there were regulars ago though uh, sure. and just we'll see you the water aesthetic purpose and here we do after but this, this was here for the third hour. okay ice for for this break hour garden help you now, mid on the mic, Dougie, powered by you need, Vince Kenneth Mayman Garden, South Garden, 8990, Jim Crowder's, Veda Van, Palladio Hope, with your host, Avery Hench. Gardeners, welcome to the Garden, glad we also, I'm still happy. Good morning, having the, come back to Mid-South, Sam, that keeps you this morning, posted on my page. I have to say, the Facebook page, Faye can be with a message and says, Puppy scan keep getting keeps p- getting ported. Page I guess somebody pretend Facebook sends me mm. and a friend report. It's, yeah, uh, page yeah on the Facebook uh, that this blueberry tend to be you. About yeah, burn the dogwood and then viburna like Virginia um, and Atias series that we're yeah. talking about. Yeah. Beautiful yeah. thinning bush. Cool too. You know, yeah. and uh, even speaky was during a sweet spire. That, but when it comes around. right, man, they really show yeah, all colors. So you're making now they're kind of in got when you said blue in the mm-hmm. growing season. Have actually to fall. Incorporate that. Oh, the yeah. colors. We have the. Um, I think now for garden the kids blueberries. I we have actually forgot to the charge in where we just for the winter. Um, the blueberry for the work in. Man, I love violas and ants and the kale. Our podcaster. So I should put a ring and we'll see you next fall Perfect. in the garden. Love this show. Y'all listen to. Her. If you missed anything, next weekend in. Seventy. Mm-hmm. Mentioned earlier. Pretty kind of a. The Mighty Night Powered by Palat Cypress that you made With your Greenish Advanced Gardening On Oh 90 Power It's gonna happen Radio Home and Garden Yellowish folder Host Folders drops Oh it's blooming Sweet gum And so let me warm But I would get the gum The gum Just to say that <laughs> Before the folder yes. Gum uh, the Sweet gum Yeah uh, but Anybody in the world Would the sweet gum Gumless sweet Okay <laughs> Gum Yeah <laughs> Because I gum, think a sweet gum, gum. I, th- I don't know why it is. You don't okay. want plenty. Sw- I mean, the balls that. This, yeah. Gum, right. You know, that. Why does prick you when. Does that sound fun? Beautiful fall color. Honey, uh, sweet. Uh, yeah, well, blueberries. The, the fruit. Great I'm, fall color. You, anyway, amazing. Oakley. Wait, but they have hydrangeas. Aveda. What if. Yeah. About. Um, hydrangeas. Oh, said that. Crate Smoke, mar- they have great. Three crate myrtles. Color. I mean, it's we don't tree, think of Burning them. bushes. Yeah. So. So, because it's, I think you have any fall turtles. Smoke. And if not, yeah. one of them. then just you yeah, uh, can these through about mm. your landscape. Let's look out in your yard. Right, right now, these got great color. So look on, you can plant dinas about your ranges. Look at crepe myrtle. Uh, yeah, that's tending to be you. fall color. So mm. then they look it on your list. And then not somebody. Look at these. Not like you. Hydra there, so oh, absolutely. We're on again. No, but it is and uh, cup and go, but it's nice on top of the rest. It is refrigerator on it. Off and it's yeah.
So it's going on heating mat. Yeah. And warm it up. It's process. And like, and you've seen to speed up the people put Amber gets time back here. They even got it on. Just stick it back. Yeah. If you room, it's going to take on us. It's going to, if I want to, you said, but if you want to slow it down. Day. Right. Because that's going to happen. And that cooler. Oh, okay. Too fast. Let me put bloom on this over here until that'll be a hobby. It reminds, doesn't look like, you know, the master. So let me warm it. You're down in Augusta. Oh, it's blooming. Down there. Run it back. Not the masters. The cool area. is blooming. It's me of. Well, they play every year. On a typical to Georgia. Yeah, they're in four big things about during the match or the azalea. I remember a year in one of the, uh, it was warm, so cool year, and these are full yeah. bloom. But it's, it was, but it's way before ago, you know, yeah. it was so warm. They were actually early. Mm-hmm. The ground, there were days were really best. Right, I Budding, and they were doing, they were popping out. Uh, remember So this. they were bags, chilling the, the, for the match. Oh, Whatever yeah. they were doing, uh-huh. or putting Isaiah's to slump, I get things they cooling to where you would, the, this whole beautiful ground. Right. When you wound these, as here it didn't blow them work. down. And then there's have yeah. a beautiful that it did but picture, work. but they're the I remember one year. way they were doing. Watch the mass yeah. lading the tempers. Yeah. I do think with, but yeah. then there's your shorter. But they, but they are using all this. Uh, no, and years ago though, uh, they were regular. We'll see you. Picture. And just aesthetic part. The water you average, and here we are for the third episode. But this was your okay. Well, ice for for this break. Power garden help you. Now, mid on the mic, powered by the Kenneth May. You need Moon Garden, South Garden, Jim Crowder, D990, Veda Van, Palladio Hope, with your host, Avery and Gardeners. Welcome, South Garden. Glad we also that I'm still having the good morning, ma'am. That came back to Mid South, posted on my page you this morning, Facebook page. I have to say the message, and so we can be we keep on getting. Puppy scared. Keeps pu- getting pu- somebody pretend age. I mm. and Facebook sends me. Yeah, uh, yeah. On the face. Blueberry. That this is yeah. Uh, to be you. And then the dogwood, like Virginia Viburna, Matias, um, and yeah. beautiful yeah. fairies that we're yeah. talking about. Too. You know, yeah. bush and speaky was doing. Uh, even but when it comes to sweet spire, they, man, they really show. Right. They are making all color. Got when you said blue. Now they're kind of. Inc- have actually in the growing mm-hmm. season incorporate that down to fall we have the um, oh, the yeah. colors garden the kids we think now for we have blueberries i the charge we forgot to just for the winter then where we blueberry for them the man i love working oh, and violas and our podcast is in the kale Jing, and we'll see you next so i should put them in the garden fall perfect love this show y'all listen to her if you missed anything next weekend in 70 mm-hmm. mentioned earlier pretty kind of a the Mighty Nut, powered by Palladium, with your Cypress that you made events, greenish, made up. Oh. gardening, um, it's going to happen, 90, power. yellowish foliage, video home and garden, foliage drops, hosts, sweet gum, oh, it's blooming, but I would get the gum, and so let me warm, just to say, <laughs> the gum, yes. gum, before the foliage, sweet gum, yeah, uh, there's anybody in the world would, uh, gumless sweet, gumless sweet gum, gum, yeah, okay, <laughs> Gum, gum. Because I gum think it's sweet. Is, you don't okay. want, I, th- I don't know why you mean the balls that plenty sweet. Right. You know, that yeah. prick you when what beautiful is, fall color. Does that sound fun? Uh, Honey, sweet. Blueberries. Yeah, well, Great but, fall color. The, the fruit. Amazing. Oak leaf. You, anyway, hydrangeas. Wait, but they have. Yeah. Braveda. What a, Hydrangea. About, um, said that. Crate mar- Oh. Tree, crate myrtles. Yeah, they have great. We don't tree. think of color. I mean, it's amazing. Yeah. So, Burning yeah. bushes. So, because. 
you have any fogs? I think you. And if not, turtles. Smoke. Then just you. Just one of them. Get these through. Yeah. Uh, things for landscape. Bow. Hmm. See. Look out in your yard. It's got great fire right now. Do you look on your color? Dinas. Look in branches. About your crepe murder. Uh, look both tending to be you. Yeah, that's then they look at all colors. So not somebody for your list. Not okay? you. Lakothi. There. So hydrate on again. Absolutely. What, and uh, you. No, but it is. It's on top of the roof. Up and go. But it's refrigerator. On. Yes. It is. Yeah. And it often. Heating mat. Yeah, uh, it's going on. Warm it up. It's a process. And like, to speed up the process. And you've seen it's time. Back no. People put Amber on. Just stick it back here. They even got a room. It's going to take. Yeah. If you okay. If I want to. It's going to. That you said, but if you want day, to slow it down, it's gonna happen right there because that's that. Oh, and that cooler too fast. <clears throat> Let me be okay. Go over here and to the bloom on this. Yeah. It reminds that'll be a hobby. You know, the master doesn't look like it's down in Augusta. So let me warm it down there. Oh, it's blooming. Not the master's run it back. It's blooming mm-hmm. the cool area. Well, it's me. Uh, when a typical they play every year, yeah, they're in Florida, Georgia during the mass. Big things about it. I remember a year or the Azalea. Uh, it was in one of the dorms. So Oh, mm. And these is a cool year, yeah, but it's it was full yeah. bloom. It's way before, but you know, yeah. years ago, were actually so warm the ground. They were early, mm. right? These were really doing. They were cutting and they were uh, popping out bags. Remember so this. they were the the chilling cool for the mound uh-huh. or whatever. However, there was a is to sleep, putting ice things there. Uh, I guess to where you were cooling beautiful the this whole right. when you walk, ground here it didn't ground these is work yeah low them and then there's down here's that it did but have yeah. a beauty but they're the picture well, way they were doing I remember one year lighting the tip watch the mask yeah, think with uh, I do short it but yeah. then there's you are using all these but, they, but there's a go though uh, uh, no and we'll see you there were regular aesthetic picture and just you after the water for the third edge and here we this but is, this was your okay Ice for this break. Power. Garden help you. Now, mid on the mic. Powered by Kenneth May. Dugman Garden. You need Jim Crowder. South Garden. 8990. Veda Van. Palladio Hope. With your host. Gardeners, welcome. Avery and Jim Garden. Glad we. Also, I'm still happy. Having the am that good morning posted on my page. Come back to Mid South Facebook page. Thank you this morning. A message and so I have to say that keep getting Facebook. we can be recorded. Puppy scan. Somebody pretend he's pu- getting pu- mm. and age. I it's, yeah. Uh, Facebook sends me a blueberry page. Yeah, on the face. Wow. Yeah. Burn that. This is and then and to be you like Virginia dogwood, Atias, Viburnum, yeah, beautiful. Yeah. Um, and too. you know berries that we're yeah. talking about. Speaky was turning bush, but when it comes around, uh, even and they really show a sweet spire. They, they are making right not when you said blue. Yeah, all color. Have actually now they're kind of incorporate that in the mm-hmm. growing season. We have the um, to fall garden. The kids with yeah. the colors. We have me think now for the charred blueberries. I just for the winter. We forgot to think blueberry for the end where we man I love the go and work in for our podcast violas and thing and we'll see you next in the kale in the garden. So I should put a fall. Perfect. Of this show, y'all listen to her. If you missed anything, seventy next weekend. In mentioned earlier, pretty kind of a the mighty night. Ordered by Palat with your. Events. Cypress that you made. Up. Oh, greenish. It's gonna happen. Gardening. Um, yellowish foliage. Ninety. Powerless drops. Bio home and garden. Sweet gum. Hosts. But I would get the gum. Oh, it's blooming. Just to say. That. And so let me warm it. Gum. The garden. Sweet gum. Yeah. Before the fall. Anybody in the world would. 
Uh, this gumless one, sweet uh, but, gum. Yeah, gumless sweet gum. Okay, <laughs> gum gum. You don't okay. want because I gumless. think a sweet I mean the balls. That, I, th- I don't know why. Any, right. You know that plant is prick you when it's yeah gum. beautiful fall color. Why did uh, that sound fun? Blueberries, honey, sweet great fall color. Yeah, well, amazing oak leaf. The, the fruit, uh, hydrangeas. You, anyways, yeah. Boys, but they have be- hydrangeas. Uh, they don't. Would have said that. Crate smoke, mar- out, um, tree crate myrtles. Yeah. Oh, we don't tree. think of they have great yeah cellar. I mean, so because burning uh, bushes. Do you have any false? And if not, just, I think you then just you turtles smoke at these through uh, one of them landscape. Yeah, um, thank you. About mm-hmm. it's got great. Let's look out in your yard. Look on your yard right now. Dina's color branches. You can plant crepe myrtle uh, out. You're tending to be yeah. Look who mm-hmm. then they look it up. Yeah, that's not somebody for all color. So not I you. You're listening there. So uh, Lakothi on again. Hydrant, uh, Absolutely. What right it's on top of the roof. No, but it is refrigerator. Up and go, but it's six. Yeah. Yes. It is. It's heating mat. Yeah, and it often. Warm it up. It's, so it's going on. Process. And like, and to speed up the, <laughs> it's time. Back. And like, you've seen, just stick it back. People put amber room. It's going to take earth. They even got to. Okay, if I want to. Yeah. If you want. That's going to. It's going to. Day. You said, but if you want. It's going to happen. Let's slow it down. That, oh. Right. Because that's too fast. <clears> Let me. And that cooler. Go over here until the. Okay. Yeah. It reminds. To bloom on this. You know, the master. That'll be a hobby. They're down in Augusta. Doesn't look like it. Down there. So let me warm it up. The masters. Oh, it's blooming. It's blooming. Run it back. Well, the cool area. When a typical me of yeah, they're in force. They play every year during the Master Georgia. But I remember year big things about uh, it was or the azalea worm. So and one of the mm-hmm. and these azalea. Oh, but it's it was a cool year. It's way before yeah. bloom. You know, yeah. masters. But actually years ago, the ground they were so warm. Masters, right, I remember. early. Mm-hmm. Doing there were days were really. Bzz. Uh, budding, and there were bags popping out. The the Remember so this. they were all chilling on uh-huh. or, or the mass to slaughter. Yeah. However, there were things they putting ice to where you uh I guess beautiful cooling right. when you walk the this whole Here it didn't work. ground work yeah ground these is and then there's low them there's that it did ground but they're the would have yeah. a way they were doing. It. Picturing the tip. Remember when you think with watch the master yeah. short. Uh, I do. We are using all this, but yeah. then there's years ago though. But they, but they will see you. Uh, no, and aesthetic purpose. There were regular you after sure. and just for the third at the water edge, and here we. This but is. this was your okay. Well, ice for for this break. Garden help you now. Mid on the mic powered by. It's Kenneth Mayman Garden. The you need Jim Crowder. South Garden 8990. Veda Van Gardeners, welcome with your host Garden Glad we Avery and also I'm still ha- having the am that keep posted on my page. Good morning Facebook page. Facebook back to Midside a message and said you this morning. Keep on getting I have to say that ordered. we can be with somebody pretending puppy scam. And keeps pu- getting pu- yeah. Uh, age. I um, Facebook sends me blueberry. Uh, yeah. Bird page. Yeah. On the face. And then that this is like Virginia and to be you. Matias. Dogwood. Yeah, beautiful yeah. for viburnum. You know, um, and conspicuous durries that we're yeah. talking about. But when it comes running bush, man, they really show. And, uh, even they are making a sweet spot. They got when you said blue. Right. Have actually those color. incorporate that. Now they're kind of. Inc- we have the um, in the growing season. Garden the kids now to fall. We have the, the uh, colors. The charge. We think now for this for the winter blueberries. I blueberry for the actually forgot to. Man, I love in where we go and um, the gar podcast work in and we'll see you next. Violas in the garden. It's in the kale. Just-
Or so I should put a fall of this show. Y'all listen to her. 70. If you missed anything earlier. This weekend in pretty kind of a The Mighty Night by Palette with your events. Oh, Cypress that you make. It's going to happen. Greenish, yellowish foliage. Gardening. Foliage drops. 90. Power. Sweet gum. Video home and garden. But I would get the gum. Host. Just to say. That. Oh, it's blooming. It's gum. And so let me warm sweet gum. Yeah. The garden. Anybody in the world would. Before the phone. Gumless sweet. Oh, uh, this gum. Yeah. Uh, but gumless sweet gum. Gum, gum. Okay. <laughs> I mean, the balls. Because I think it's sweet. Right. You know, I, th- I don't know why it prick you when you plant a beautiful fall color. This yeah. Uh, why does blueberries? Does that sound fun? Great fall color. It's sweet. Amazing. Oak leaf. List. Yeah. Well, with hydrangeas. The, the fruit. Um, yeah. You, anyway. Hydrangeas. But they have. Said that. Crate Myrtle. Veda. What a tree. Crate Myrtle. Yeah. Out, um, we don't tree. think of. Oh. Yeah. So they grow. Because. I mean, it's amazing. Do you have any fall Burning yeah. bushes. And if not. Then just you just I think you sent these through hurdles. Smoke your landscape. There's one of them. See? Yeah. Um, things it's got great bowl. Mm-hmm. So look on look out in your yard. It's it, a little dark here too. And David, we were really dark. We were just talking about that. Are you two hours behind or three hours? Two, well, I think you're yeah, you're central time. Right, right now, the oranges. Color. Crepe myrtle. Uh, can plant tending to be you about your then they look it up. Look oath. Not somebody pretending. Yeah, that's not, not cat you. All color. So there. So uh, you're listening on again. Lakothi and uh, hydrates on top of the absolutely what refrigerator. You? No, but it is yeah. up and go. But it's heating mass. Yes, yes, it is. It's warm it up. It's it often process and like oh, it's going on to speed up the print. It's time. Back no. on, just stick it back. That's and light. you've seen room. It's going to take people put amber. Okay, if I want to, they even got it. Da- da- if you day, gonna, it's going gonna to happen. You said, but if you want to oh. slow it down too fast, <clears> let me write because that's over here until the that cooler. Yeah. It reminds me, okay, you know, the master to bloom on this year down in Augusta. That'll be a hobby down there. It doesn't look like it's not the master's. So let me warm it. It's blooming. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's blooming. T- well, run it back. On a typical the cool area. Yeah, they're in full. me uh, during the Masters. They play every year. I remember a year to Georgia. Uh, it was big things about them. So are the Azalea. Mm. And these are and one of the, but it's, it was way before year, you know, yeah. full yeah. bloom. They were actually Easter's, but the ground. There were years ago. Masters right, I remember. so warm. Doing, they were early. Mm. Uh, these were really bags budding, and they were the, the popping out. Oh, Remember so this. they were uh-huh. chilling Zayas to slow the mad things down. Whatever yeah. they were to where you were putting ice. Beautiful, uh, I guess. Right. When you were cooling here, it didn't work. The, this whole work. Yeah, ground. And then there's ground. These is there's that it did below work. them, but they're the ground. The way they were doing it have yeah. a beauty the tip. Picture. Well, think. We remember one year short. Watch the mask. Yeah. We are using all these. Uh, I do. Years ago, though. Uh, but yeah. then there's you. We'll see you. But they, but they're aesthetic. Uh, no. And you after they were regular for the third after and just the water. And here we. Are. But this was year. Okay. Well, ice for garden help you for this break. Hour. Now mid on the mic. Powered by. It's Kenneth May. Garden. The Jim Crowder you need. South Garden. 8990. Gardeners, welcome. Palladio Hope Garden. Glad we with your host. Also, Avery Hench. I'm still ha- having the am that keeps posted on my page. Facebook page. Good morning. A message and send back to Mid South. Keep getting Facebook. you this morning. I have to say that somebody pretended can be with. 
mm-hmm. and puppy scans. Yeah, uh, getting page. I blueberry. Facebook sends me uh, yeah. bird. And then, page. yeah, on the face, like Virginia, that this is Matias, and to be you, yeah, beautiful yeah, dogwood, you know, yeah. viburnum, conspicuous, um, and the, but when it comes rarities that we're yeah. talking about, man, they really shining bush, they are making, and, uh, even right, when you said blue, the sweet spire, they have actually right, incorporate that, yeah, all color, we have the um, now they're kind of in garden, the kids in the mm-hmm. growing season. We have down to fall the charge of the yeah. colors just for the winter. We think now for blueberry for the blueberries. I man, I actually forgot to go and then where we are podcasting um, the going and we'll see you next work in in the garden violas and and the kale. So I should put a fall of this show. Seventy. Y'all listen to her earlier. If you missed anything, pretty kind of a next weekend in the mighty night. Joined by Palette with your great events. Oh, it's gonna happen. Cypress that you made yellowish foliage, greenish foliage drops. Gardening on sweet gum. 90 pounds. I would get the gum. Bio home and garden. Just to say, <laughs> host. Sweet yes. gum. Oh, it's blooming sweet gum. Yeah. And so let me warm anybody in the world with the gumless sweet gum. Before the fo- gum. Yeah. Uh, this uh, gum, gumless sweet gum. And <laughs> okay, I mean the balls that um, right. You know, because I gum- think a sweet prick you when I, th- I don't know why any beautiful fall color. Plenty sweet. Uh, yeah, gum. blueberries. What a great fall color. Does that sound fun? Amazing. Oak leaf. Honey. Sweet. Hydrangeas. List. Yeah, well, it's yeah. The, the fruit. Um, Hydrangeas. You anyway, said that. Crape smoke, Myrtle. But they have three Crape Myrtles. Yeah. They don't, what we don't think about. Um, yeah, so. Oh, so because they have great. Do you have any fall color? I mean, amazing. And if not. Burning yeah. bushes. Then just you plant these through. Just, I think you said landscape. Myrtles. Smoke tree. There's yeah. one of them. It's got great. Yeah. Um, so look on your bowel. Mm. Dina's. Look out in your yard here, too. And it's a little dark. Really dark. We, David, we were ripped that. Are you two just talking about behind or th- two hours? It, well, I think three hours. Your central time. Your, yeah, your ranges. Right now, do you crepe myrtle uh, color? Tending to be you. you can plant. Then they look it out. You're not somebody. Pretty. Look, not not you. Yeah, that's there. So all color. So on again, you're listening. And uh, look, Cothy. It's on top of the re- Hydrate. Refrigerator, yes. absolutely. What is it? Yeah. No, but it is heating mad. Yeah, up and go. But it's warm it up. It's, yes. It is. It's process. And like, it often. to speed up the process. Oh, it's going on. It's time. Back. And oh, just stick it back in the room. It's going to take. And like, you've seen. Hey, if I want to. People put Amber. That. They even got a. Day. Yeah. If you. It's going to happen. It's going to. Oh. You said, but if you want. Too fast. Let me. Let's slow it down. Look over here until. Right. There. Because that's. Yeah. It reminds me uh-huh. of that cooler. You know, the master. Okay. You're down in Augusta. Put your bloom on this. Down there. That'll be a hobby. Not the masters. Doesn't look like it's blooming. Mm-hmm. So let me warm it. Well, oh, it's blooming. When a typical run it back. Yeah, they're in full the cool area during the mass. Me, uh, I remember years they play every year. Uh, it was a Georgia form so big things about. Mm-hmm. And these are the azalea. But it's it was in one of the way before. You know, yeah. school year. You're actually full yeah. bloom the ground. They were busters, busters. Right, years ago. Doing they were so warm. Uh, early mm-hmm. bags rays were really the the budding and they were full popping out on uh-huh. a r- remember so this. they were they to sleep chilling things they wore the mat to where you would wonder yeah. however they were beautiful putting ice right. when you walk uh, i guess Here it didn't cooling work yeah this whole and then there's ground there's that it did ground these is but they're the low the way they were doing out lading the tip and have yeah. a beautiful think with Picture short. Remember one year are using all this. Watch the masters yeah. ago though. Uh, I do. We'll see you. But yeah. then there's your aesthetic purpose. But they, but they're you after. Uh, no, and for the third act, they were regular. And just the water. And here we. Are. But this, this was your. Okay.
Garden help you. For this break. Now, mid power. On the mic. Powered by. It's Kenneth Mayman Garden. Jim Crowder. The. You need. South Garden. 8990. Gardeners, welcome. Veda Van. Garden, glad with. Palladio Hope. Also. With your host. I'm still happy. and. Having the. Am that keep. Posted on my page. Facebook page, Facebook, a message and says, Good morning, and keep getting back to Mid South. You this morning, somebody pretend I have to say that, and we can be with yeah, uh, puppy scam. Keeps pu- getting pu- blueberry page. I uh, uh, Facebook sends me and then like Virginia page, yeah, on the ideas that this is yeah, beautiful and to be you, too. You know, a dog can speak, you must do a but when it comes around, um, and man, they really sure is that we're yeah. talking about. They are making bush shot when you said, blue. And, uh, even. Have actually sweet spire that incorporate that right. We have the uh, all those color the garden. The kids now they're kind of inc- we have in the uh, growing season. The charge down to fall just for the winter. Oh, yeah. the colors blueberry for the think now. I forgot man, I love blueberries. I oh, and actually forgot to our podcast it in where we and we'll see you now. The in the garden work in violas and and the kale. Just, so I should put a. Perfect. 70. Of this show. Mentioned earlier. Y'all listen to her. Pretty kind of a. If you missed anything. The Mighty Night. This weekend. In Lord by Palat. With your. Eight events. Oh. It's going to happen. Yellowish foliage. Cypress that you made. drops. Greenish. Sweet gum. Gardening. But I would get the gum. 90. Pow. Just to say. <laughs> Bio Home and Garden. Yes. Gum. Host. Sweet gum. Yeah. Oh, it's blooming. Anybody in the world would. And so let me warm. Gumless sweet gum. The gar- gum. Yeah. Before the fall. Uh, this gum, gum, uh, but and uh, the sweet gum mean the balls that okay, <laughs> right? You know that um, prick you when because I think it's sweet, beautiful fall color. I, th- I don't know why. Uh, plant a blueberries. Yeah, great fall color. What is amazing oak leaf? Does that sound fun? Hydrangeas, honey, sweet, yeah, bliss. Yeah, well, hydrangeas. The, the fruit I said that. Crepe Mar- you. In anyway, tree, crepe myrtles, yeah. but they have we don't tree, think of Veda. What? Yeah, so about, um, so because. Oh, do you have any fall? They have great, and if not, then just you burning bushes. Get these through our landscape. I think you see turtles. Smoke's it's got great. There's one of them. Look on your yeah, Dina's uh, about mm-hmm. here, too. It's look out in your yard. Really dark. We're, it's a little dark. That are you, too, David? We were really behind, or th- we're just talking about well, I think two hours, central time, three hours. Tranges. You're, yeah, you're crepe murder. Uh, right now, do you tending to be you? color? Then they look it up and plan not somebody for about your not cat you cake. look out there so yeah that's on again all color so and uh your list and then on top of the lakothi the garden help you need now mid south gardening on the mighty 990 powered by palladio home and garden with your hosts veda vance kenneth mabry and jim crowder Good morning, good morning, Memphis Gardeners and the Mid-South Gardeners and whoever's listening all around the United States. Um, good morning. Yeah, good morning to you, Miss Veda. If you want to give us a call this morning, 260-5926, 260-5926. And, of course, you can always shoot us a text on the Mighty 990 Facebook page like Audrey Fielding just did. Uh, it, she said, Audrey said, I just planted a five-foot lemongrass. I got it from a friend. Uh, does it help repel snakes? Question mark. Uh, we have a dog that was killed by they think a cottonmouth. Golly, oh. you know I've, I I have a friend down in uh, Olive Branch 
Mm-hmm. And their dog was bitten this year by a snake that was in the ivy. I think I told you uh, that. Yeah, that's right. Um, so lemongrass repelling snakes, I don't think that's going to help. No. And unfortunately, lemongrass isn't winter hardy here. Mm-mm. I know. And it's so pretty. It's like it's worth it if you can get it early on. And it just grows and looks like an ornamental grass, but it smells so nice. But I, I wish it would. <laughs> you get lemongrass and you tear it in half and spin uh-huh. it. It's like, like really strong lemon pledge. It yeah, reminds me of that. And it's a wonderful fragrance. It's funny that we associate the lemon smell with, with the pledge. Yeah. I know. Because let's see, there's the lemon verbena that does it. And I heard that works really well indoors, like in a, a sunny uh, south window. Mm-hmm. But so, Audrey, I don't think, uh, I, I've never heard of lemon scent, lemon smell. Uh, repelling snakes. I mean, sulfur has always been one. What what was they did? Cinnamon and clove, clove and I think cedar was, was like in the snake away. Yeah. Or, you Sulf- know, what kind of sulfur was it? Just sulfur, sulfur, elemental sulfur. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I miss from uh, Mary Deaton. Um, she said that there's there's no birds. She noticed when she cut the grass, there were no birds getting the grasshoppers. Um, so. Is it because we killed too many grasshoppers? Mm, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I'm telling you, man, it's just, you know. Oh, no, I can't believe. I mean, I can believe. So that's another thing I was talking about. We're planting hummingbird gardens, butterfly gardens, um, gardens for the butterfly larva. Like the milkweed and, yeah, and, the, and the fennel and, we're and the working, parsley. Yeah, working on um, getting more birds back into the um econ economy (laughs) yeah that's what's on my mind the ecosystem yeah Yeah. but anyway for as far as snakes go uh, i mean i have heard of always people just using granulated sulfur okay i mean that's been around for Mm a hundred years and people have always used it but the uh the bonide the brand bonide uh snake away Mm -hmm. you can buy it in a liquid that you hook to your hose and spray veda as you know nice or you can get the granulated version, mm-hmm. uh, and it does actually have sulfur, of course, in it, but it has the cinnamon and the clove in there also. So, I mean, there are some, you know, some snake repellents out yeah. there that's going to do, I promise you, a much better job than uh, than lemongrass. I know, and it's a difficult situation because snakes are also beneficial to your yard because they can help take care of other rodents that we're not wanting in our yard. So that's a tough one. And then building water gardens. You know, we want water gardens, um, and that can attract snakes. But how many are in uh, the Mid-South area, like two? Well, then you got rattlesnake, uh, copperheads, and the cottonmouth. So there's three, yeah. Yeah, I get it. You know, I mean, snakes are one of those things like bats. You know, they just, uh, to a lot of people. Oh, it used to be so against bats in our yard but bats are actually a really good thing yeah bats there's no vampire right bats no vampires <laughs> no vampires uh let's go to ron calling from germantown good morning ron you're in the mid-south garden yes hello uh hey ron got a question yes sir uh got about three questions there real quick uh yeah. what's the best time of year uh uh to trim do a hard trim on boxwood hedges. I could tell you the variety. It's got the real mm-hmm. small, dark green leaves. It doesn't get big. And, it's, and I was going to do a hard trim on it because I've let it get away. Right. Yeah. This, 
for the boxwood trimming, now you're about going to have to wait till yeah. after spring or when early spring starts. Because if we do a lot of trimming now, it's opening up to our up and down weather and the cold weather. Yeah, and I would really try oh. my best, Ron, to do it right before the new growth flushes out in the spring. Um, yeah, okay. I wouldn't do it this late in the, in the season, no, sir. Sometime around end of February, March. Yeah, um, anywhere around mid-March. And yes, I sir. have heard that if you watch and after the first flush happens, if you prune, you get to go longer between prunings. Also, I've had um, heard that, but haven't really worked on that principle because I'm impatient and want to prune. But let me say this also, Ron, when it really comes to boxwoods, now, and some are more forgiving than others, they really want you to go in there and do it really a, a little bit at a time. Mm-hmm. You really don't want to go in there and drastically yeah. get in there with your snips like yeah. you can hollies and some of these other shrubs. Right. So it, I would say go out there around early to mid-March, give it a good trim, mm-hmm. it'll flush out in the spring, and then go in there and give it another trim. So a little Gradually kind of get it, it down yeah. to where you want to go. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't go in there and cut this thing down like you do some of these hollies that, you know, are very yeah. forgiving. Boxwoods, not so much. When you're pruning, as long as you don't go in. Now, you could, and you do get recovery. It takes longer, but make sure you just at least leave like an inch of green. Because down inside, it sticks, basically. So just don't go down into the, the brown. Yeah, what I was, what I was going to do was just use the hedge trimmers and shave it. Yeah, and that's I what I go. do to mine. I mean, I've got some wintergreen boxwoods run that I just shave yeah. it. You know, not a problem. I do it probably at least twice a year just to keep them maintained mm-hmm. and keep that shape to them. But so you could shave them right now, as long as you're not going down deep. Just take off some of that newer growth. But, I mean, the safest, oh. yeah, but the if safest. you're doing a good bit, I mean, I would yeah. still. Yeah, yeah real, safest is, because yeah, I would to wait. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. The next question is those uh, large, uh, the holly trees, uh, uh-huh. larger leaves with the large red berries. Yes, sir. Uh, you can top those, can't you? You oh, most definitely yeah, can. You sure can, and it will definitely come back. Okay, and then the last question real quick. Uh, What's the what's the best kind of fertilizer to put down on zoysia for the you know, the end of the year? Do you wait till the first of next year? Right. Yeah. No. Well, my favorite. Sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I just meant to replenish what's is left uh, is gone from the soil. That's right. Right. Well, in my case, because like what you said, you want to replenish the soil. So there are a number of organic fertilizers like Espoma lawn food and Milorganite, mm-hmm. uh, those two are really good to rebuild the soil. Or you could just get a bag of humic acid, which is carbon for the soil, which gives more energy to the microorganisms. So those three would be mine, Espoma organic or Milorganite. And um, the humic acid. Yeah, the humic acid. And, and then if you there is a synthetic fertilizer, uh, it doesn't do as much to the soil like Veda's talking about as the organics do, but it's just called winterizer. It's a 10-0-14. It's got 14% potassium in it to really harden that zoysia before winter sets in. Um, so whether you're going synthetic like, like a 10 14 which is called winterizer, or whether you're doing the organics like Veda's talking about, either one you're perfectly fine, Ron. 
All right, and you just put that down now? Or right. You yes, sir. Yeah, put it down now, definitely, because it's going to do its thing, work all winter in uh, in your soil, and then next spring it will be readily available. And then uh, I just need to go back to that holly tree. Uh, when's the best time to top it? Uh, I mean, same thing. I mean, typically in, in early March. The reason I'm saying that, and Vader, you'll back me up, if you go out there and do it today, it's really not going to hurt the holly. I mean, they're so tough. But you can encourage new growth if you mm-hmm. top it now. If we have another two or three weeks of good warm weather, which we easily could, yeah. you could stimulate new growth. And you really don't want to do that with winter coming right so close. Okay. Makes sense. All, All right. right. Well, thank you very much. Thank All right, you. Ron. Fantastic questions. Appreciate the call. So we're saying uh, let's prune boxwoods in late spring. Mid, yeah. early, early spring. Early really. spring. Yeah, let's say early spring. And then... Invader, when you used to prune a lot of boxwoods, mm-hmm. I mean, there's two ways you can do it. Yeah. And I do mine like Ron's talking about. I, just get, I get a pair of electric clippers and just go out there and kind of just shear them just to keep mm-hmm. the shape. You would go in there with a pair of hand pruners yeah. and selectively snip out limbs and mm-hmm. limblets because you didn't want that bald look yeah, that shape. You wanted, them, yeah you wanted that natural cloud looking look. right right so thinning which yes. which you should do on your boxwoods all varieties anyway is if you just rub your hands across the top it's really thick that's the way mine is right there. yeah so that's when you need to reach in <laughs> I, grab one strand and you know i'm not gonna do it. it i'm not because you can clip you can clip almost half the box boxwood out and it still looks good yeah i have pictures of where we started with the boxwood and then after we clipped everything out i had it sitting on a pile beside the boxwood and i noticed that i said i think we took a whole boxwood out of the boxwood <laughs> <laughs> and there's some left yeah and it looked great but you know the way i see it veda is on the hybrids, you know, there's so many hybrid boxwoods out there now. Mm-hmm. I mean, so many. There's some that only get one and a half foot tall. There's some that get bigger than that. But the hybrids, most people either don't prune them ever at all, mm-hmm. or they do shear them, kind of like what me and Ron were talking yeah. about. But on the old-fashioned American boxwood, you know, the ones mm-hmm. that grow in a little bit more shade, and they can get, you know, six to seven foot tall, six foot wide, you typically see people thinning those out. Not right. so much yeah. really on the hybrids, you know? Yeah. Um, don't know why. I don't right. think, I mean, you don't have to ever do it. But yeah. uh, but the proper way to do those old-fashioned American boxwood is really the way that you're talking mm-hmm. about. Yeah, I do it, making them in clouds. But I tell you what, that boxwood, I like the boxwood pruning, actually, except for when we had the house with 900. I kind of got... Oh, my gosh. How many more do we have left? 750. <laughs> and then also on Ron's note, you uh-huh. know, I've got two hollies on either side of my garage, uh, and these are Burford hollies, mm-hmm. and they're about five foot tall, and I keep those pruned at that height, okay? Yeah. Now, if I didn't, they would be much bigger and much mm-hmm. taller uh, than they are, but I'm, I've have them, I, I mean, they need to stay confined because of where I put them, yeah. you know? And, uh, yeah, so it's it's something you can do. All right, let's run to a break real quick. You can call us at 260-5926. Good morning. Welcome back to Mid-South Garden. Glad y'all could be with us this morning. 
Well, you know, we always got to talk a little bit about house plants oh, because yeah. they're becoming all that and a bag of chips. <laughs> Remember we used to say that, all that and a bag of <laughs> chips, and I thought, what? What? What does that mean? All those wonderful sayings that we have. Well, they'd have house plants to me, or it, that is your topic. I mean, because you know more about those things than I'll ever know about house plants. But. Boy, I used to not know. No, you do, House plants were something that I wasn't really interested in because there was so much on the outside. And no one sold house plants right. years ago. And there were just like five same varieties. Dust collectors. Yeah. <laughs> Dust you know? Collect. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> well, some of the tips for winter, though, in particular for house plants. One, Veda, cut back on the water. Yeah. I'm telling you, it's important. You know, you just... Yes, houseplants mm-hmm. are in the house, and yes, we usually have our heat up in the house more so than we do, say, in the summer. But the metabolism of a houseplant is slowing down uh, with these shorter days. You know, like humans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just like humans. So that's number one is cut back on the water. Secondly is you do not need to feed your houseplants through the winter. You know, I was thinking people, about that people go ahead baby I'm where sorry. um where it's two different things really you can feed your soil but you don't want to do the uh you don't want to force feed them yeah force feed them with like job's or miracle grow right. or right so i wanted to clarify that you can feed the soil with the worm castings or Absolutely. with a good compost yep and, or anything organic, whether mm-hmm. it's liquid seaweed or, you know, even uh, some of the Espoma products. Oh, I mean, yeah. you can you can feed yeah. the soil, but you really don't need to feed your houseplants mm-hmm. with any synthetic fertilizer yes, exactly. during the winter months. Mm-hmm. Now, Veda always says she always puts a layer of uh, earthworm castings on top of the soil, and if you, which is wonderful. Mm-hmm. Because if you read about earthworm castings, mm-hmm. I mean, it's a miracle in a bag, it I'm really telling you. It really is. I mean, it's amazing. But houseplants, they kind of go through that resting stage. Mm-hmm. And that's what they're starting to do now, you know, through the winter right. months. And you don't want to just don't. It is. Isn't it just like humans? I mean, you can't help it when it starts being dark at 530 to want to start resting. Where in the summertime at 530, exactly. it's just a great time uh, to the, start going outside. That's the best time to cut the grass, right? Yeah, right. So some of the tips for houseplants, especially for winter, uh, remember, is cut back on the water. No need to feed unless you're feeding the soil like Veda's talking about. And also make sure your houseplants are getting the adequate amount of light. Yeah. You know, we'll drag those things in from outdoors where they've been happy as a lark, you know. Mm-hmm. And we'll stick them in that dark corner over there and they start struggling because they're just not getting enough light. Now, they'll acclimate almost to anywhere you put them, yeah. honestly. Um, but they're not going to be prolific if they're not yeah, getting the, they're just the proper amount mm-hmm. of light. So in some need more light than others. But if you're not sure about a plant's light requirements, just figure indirect light. Right, right, you know? exactly. Because, like, for instance, when you're speaking of the lighting, well, you have a house plant indoors in a little bit lower light, and then you take it outdoors, and I swear it'll grow six inches at night. And then one of the other things, people, that Veda really, that people don't think about is when you bring the house plants in, or if the house plants stay indoors, mm-hmm. but we start closing the doors, closing the windows, it's cold outside, we crank the heat up is the humidity level is only like yes. 10 or 20% in the house. Yeah. And you you just don't have that humidity mm-hmm. in there. And a lot of plants really need that humidity. Most of these house plants are tropical by nature, okay? Yep. They want to grow in the tropics, where as humid as everything. So you can increase the humidity by placing plants on trays filled with pebbles and water, okay? 
But you got to make sure that if you do that, mm-hmm. that the pots themselves are above the water line. Yeah, oh, please. You, yeah, know? you do not want your plants to sit in water. Because you're going to get root rot if they're sitting yeah, in water. quickly, quickly. <laughs> and, and then a lot of people say, well, I'll go in there and mist my plants. Misting plants is not an effective way to increase humidity. Well, I've also heard putting gravel in the bottom is the same thing. It's well, like all these myths. It, it, well, you're right. I mean, okay. it's not the answer to like a, you know, a humidifier. Right. You know? But like orchid growers do that, so obviously it's got to work. I mean, so you're, but I mean, they're saying for misting a plant, mm-hmm. you would have to do it like every hour during the day to yeah. really increase the humidity. Well, it doesn't yeah. hurt to mist a plant. You're washing the foliage off. You're mm-hmm. getting water on the leaves. The stomata can take yeah. in some of that water. But you're not doing it to really increase the humidity. humidity yeah. It just is not going to happen. It's beneficial in terms of it's still good for the plant, but it's not increasing humidity long term. No. So either you, you know, like I said, get some trays and put some pebbles in mm-hmm. there, add some water, set them on, on the pebbles. And it, it does to some extent. It's better than nothing at all. Yeah. And they also say if you kind of group your house plants together. You're kind of creating yeah, a little are. microclimate there that is more humid yeah. than if they're really spaced apart in different parts of the room. Yeah. You know, we don't have ours clumped together. We just mm-hmm. don't because we don't have that many. I know some people do, Veda. Yeah. So it's not really a problem not to crunch them together, but just have them kind of clustered together, right. closer together. And you will raise that humidity in that little micro area right there. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you. You works. will. I mean, my mother had miniature landscapes all throughout the house. Every, we had some a tall ficus, and then it layered down and went yeah. around it. But they were all great. <laughs> it was a good look. It was. But then they weren't smushed together because mm-hmm. that's the other thing. They're, they like it in a group, but they don't want to be touching, basically. And then another one is a tip for winter uh, houseplants is to keep the foliage clean. Okay. It's just that if you've got a leaf that is coated with dust, yeah. and we've seen it, you know, we all <laughs> yes, have. We have. It just it doesn't collect the light like it normally could. Right. So yeah. you know whether yeah. you're misting your plants or whether you're getting just a, a cloth with warm water and just mm-hmm. wiping the you know the leaves. Yeah. You know maybe at least once during this during the winter. Yeah. That uh, definitely will help. Or, or on a very warm day, take them outside and just wash them down. Or some people put them in the shower and wash them down. But you want to try to keep the foliage as, as dust-free as possible. Uh, it just, I'm telling you, it makes a big difference. And then lastly is resist repotting houseplants. Doing so can shock uh, dormant or resting houseplants. And I'm, you're thinking, hang on, man, I thought this time of year would be a great time of year to repot but, you know, before I bring them in or while they're inside, absolutely not. They're saying not a good time to repot mm-hmm. your houseplants. Wait till next spring before you do that. Right. <laughs> so, you know, those are just some simple things, Veda, that we can do, you know, that to ensure that we have the healthiest of houseplants through the winter months. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also, we do say don't water as, you know, <clears throat> just get a moisture meter. I'm serious. It's... I was one that thought, I'm good enough. I've watered plants forever. I I can make this happen. But, of course, we have so many plants in the garden center Mm -hmm. to keep. Where we're in zones now, everybody has a a zone to water. But I have to use the moisture meter because when you're checking each thing and you're Mm -hmm. like, put your finger in there and if it's dry or wet, don't water. Well, you, you really can't feel it because I started doing experiments where this feels wet, <laughs> but it's really dry. Yeah, nothing wrong with the moisture meter. That's, you just stick that thing in there, and it gives you an instant reading. But if what you did go- the girls? 
What are the girls said? This moisture meter's not working. Everything's registering dry. Yeah. I'm like, yes, Everything that's is why dry. I said, please go water your section. <laughs> but you do want to cut back on that water uh, yeah. in the winter months. And if you're ever going to err on one side or the other, I promise you, always err on the side of keeping things slightly dry. Yeah. Now, maiden hair ferns, you let that thing dry out one time. And forget about it's it. It's just crisp as it's ever yeah. going to be. And it's it definitely mm. needs that humidity. So in the bathroom, in the kitchen, uh, having really good luck with them in terrariums. <laughs> well, when we get back, and I've got to go to a break after a while, Veda, is uh, I'm going to talk about the house plant of the week uh-huh. and why you and I really should have one of these. I can't wait to hear about that. Uh, and, and my, my mind just went through all the house plants that I want, and then you were like, Shit. Well, this one in particular, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you're getting hints. Is yeah. it time to go to a break? Because all of a sudden, I'm just not going to be able to handle the suspense. Well, I think we've got about, what, 30 seconds. But, yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those, and it's, yeah, I just, I'm, gonna have to, I'm not going to give you any more I hints. I cannot believe how many there are. Like, I have a, we have a uh, pothos ivy. That's taller than me. I'm 5'8", taller than me. That's no way. It's awesome. We'll be right back. Good morning, gardeners. Welcome back to Mid-South Gardening. Ha-ha, I got to tell (laughs) y'all. I gotta tell Jesus, you. So baby. I've been trying to get Kenneth to sit a- around this side with me so we could be seen on the camera. Mm. Well, now they put another one up. Another and camera. So we can see Kenneth. <laughs> I'm so glad now. Yeah, but when they had the, your camera going, baby, it was a nice, you know, close up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that you know. was nice to who? <laughs> well, it was nice, but for for you, for me to see you. Okay. Now, no, now they've gone. Uh, okay, but, so. But if you want to give us a call this morning, 260-5926, 260-5926. Of course, go to the Mighty 990 Facebook page and shoot us a text like a lot of people have been doing this morning. And always, you can go to KMWM Radio, uh, streaming live all the time, Veda, if you want to just listen to us uh, live. And uh, <laughs> listen to us alive. Uh, listen when to us. When do we do this show, Dad? Of well, course, sometimes it sounds like well, this. Yeah, that'd be on her side, yeah. Uh-huh. And then, uh, of course, the podcast. If you want to listen to the show later on, but we were talking about you know house plant tips for winter a while ago. <laughs> but there's always you know a house plant of the week, right? Mm-hmm. This week, the house plant Veda is going to be, and that's why we always need one is the money tree mm-hmm. plant. They are so cool. (laughs) Well, the money tree plant was considered a symbol of luck and prosperity. Mm -hmm. Okay? Nothing wrong with that, right? do I have one in my house? No. But let me just give you this little rundown on the money tree plant. It says money trees, uh, a.k.a. Pachira aquatica, I believe is the botanical name, are considered a symbol of luck and prosperity. But they haven't been around for all that long, Okay. According to um, uh, Bloomscape, this doesn't date back centuries, as you might expect, but rather just to the 1980s, okay? The braided money tree, as we uh, know it, was actually cultivated, first cultivated by a truck driver in Taiwan. Wow, a truck driver. In the 1980s, okay? Truck driver slash gardener, you have to say. In Taiwan and quickly became uh, popular in Japan and East Asia. It also became associated with the Chinese practice of what? Uh, feng shui? What feng, is shui. Feng, shui. feng shui. Feng shui. Okay. 
Uh, and then, of course, the braided trunks mm-hmm. on this uh, money tree plant are, like I said a while ago, are thought to trap fortune within its folds. Okay? That's where Good. the braids, that's yeah. why, you know, because okay, it traps so the fortune okay. within its folds. Okay? Um, Bloomscape explains, while the five leaves seen on each of the uh, each stalk are thought to be uh, represent the elements of the earth, water, fire, wind, and metal. And it uh-huh. says, uh, if you ever uh, find a money tree plant that has seven leaves up there, mm-hmm. oh, then you're, you know, go buy the you lottery ticket so that day. For it. But you know what's really weird is there's a money tree and then there's a the money, money plant. plant. The money plant has, it looks like, like dichondria. Coins. Yeah, it does look like dichondria. And it looks like coins. It looks like a big round silver dollar. Yeah, okay? right. So I thought, why is a money tree a money tree? And then this money plant that actually looked like coins. Completely different yeah. plants. Well, it's uh, funny that you had, not funny, but you know, that you had. But the money had, tree, they look good too, though. They're braided. They are. They do look good. They really do. Easy to take care of. I mean, they need good light, but they need well-drained Ooh. soil. Now, water, weekly mm-hmm. or bi-weekly, according to the soil, uh, you know. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, and size container, too. Exactly. Yeah. But, you know, you don't, you do want to let them get on the dry side mm-hmm. before you, you come back. They don't mind moisture, but they got to have good drainage, and they just don't want to stay too wet, which we can say about any house right, plant. Right, right. I will tell you what, those Rex begonias that are fantastic, oh, my word, though, don't let them get dry, mm-hmm. but don't let them be mm-hmm. soppy. You mm-hmm. just have to watch that one. But it's so beautiful, it's worth being detailed on the water. Oh, it's no good. But doubt. y'all, you have to. Not it can't sit in water. It's got to have good soil, but it can't go on the dry side either cuz then when you try to re rehydrate it, rehydrate it, it just says I don't like that either. Well, remember some of the tips for the um, you know, house plants for the winter is mm-hmm. uh, you no know, cut back on that water a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Well, you had found the information on the money tree and then I had wondered, why is a mother-in-law's tongue? A mother-in-law's or, yeah, tongue. Yeah, or a, uh, should we say, wait, what is a botanical? Oh, sensevera. <laughs> like, what's the botanical word for, so um, mother-in-law's, now, yeah. 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 Now, the mother-in-law tongue plant mm-hmm. is that one that has, like, slender, yeah. you know, almost like a reed coming up right. from the ground. And a point at the end. Flat and a point yeah. at the end. Right, right. Well, also the name was um, St. John's Sword because of the shape and the sharp margins of its leaves. Uh, So it's St. John's Sword, or it was called a snake plant for the same reason, the shape and the sharp margins of the leaves. But here's one I didn't know. It's known as the Viper's Bowstring Hemp because the plant fibers are used to make bowstrings. Did not no, no, that, no. I did, now actually, honestly, I did not check to see if that was correct. Now, but messing with them, I could see how that's possible. No, they probably they probably don't do it anymore. I'm sure yeah. the bowstrings are synthetic now. But yeah, back which, in the day, yeah, that's what they were used. That is for. pretty cool because that see that's another thing of how our um, ecosystem, so much of our of the world, the plant life, the insects, whatever, <clears throat> has contributed to our inventions to make the world easier for us to live in like for instance grasshoppers and the way their legs uh, move Mm -hmm. and so they recreated that with machinery which is enabling us to have 
robotics that yeah. are even more movable. Oh, no doubt. Yeah. And they try well, they're trying to mimic also not only insects but humans too. Look at our arm, our shoulder, our elbow, yeah. our fingers. I mean, we right. can move that thing around all we want. The other thing they did think about, of course, other than the house plants uh, and the money tree plant mm-hmm. that's supposed to bring us luck and prosperity. But it's only the money tree, right? Not the money plant. No, the money tree the money because tree. it's got the braids that yeah. collect all those fortunes, right. okay? And then it's got the five leaflets leaves. up there that represent, you know, the elements of the earth, the, yeah. you know, the, the, the wind, the sun, you know, mm-hmm. that. Um, <laughs> bulbs, you know, yeah. and when we think of bulbs, we think of planting bulbs outdoors. Right. Daffodils and tulips and all the minor bulbs. Uh, but there are also bulbs that you can really enjoy indoors. I have that on my notes, too. You know? Mm-hmm. And, of course, the paper white narcissus is one. And I told you a couple of weeks ago, if you read about paper whites, some of the comments that people say <laughs> about the fragrance, you will cry. Oh, I never would look that up. Beta, I've got to look that up. It is the funniest thing. I'm telling you, I love the way they smell. Yeah, you know? so do I. And there's, you know, Zivas and, and Emballs, and there's even other varieties. But, you know, the Ziva is the old-fashioned one that has a high fragrance, mm-hmm. okay? The Emball is a, a supposedly a little shorter variety, not quite as fragrant as the Ziva. So go whichever way you want. Right. But the Amaryllis is what I really wanted to talk about. The Amaryllis is that big bulb that you buy. And it, they're just a lot of fun. I mean, they're almost... It's, it's like you can't mess it up. This is true. You know, this is very true. And, and, and forever and a day, we would get amaryllis, we'd put it in the pot, add some potting soil, add a little water, put it on the kitchen table, and six to eight weeks later, you've got these beautiful blooms. Yeah, you know? they're fantastic. But now they've upped it a notch. Mm-hmm. You know, They've come out with the waxed amaryllis, yes. and that is an amaryllis bulb. That's been encased in this wax. Mm-hmm. Okay? It has a little stand on the bottom. It has a little stand on the bottom. It's, so you yeah. take this thing out mm-hmm. of the box, set it on the table, yep. and it's just the it's just the bulb. Mm-hmm. You don't pretty. add any water. You don't do anything to yeah. this thing. And you're like, uh-uh, this isn't going to work. And it clearly, trust me, it does. Yeah, because I was the same way mm-hmm. when they first came out. No, this cannot happen. But all the nutrients are stored it in the bulb. It is stored in that bulb. Now, the only drawback is you, you're not going to use that bulb ever again. Yeah. But it is the coolest thing, I'm telling mm-hmm. you. And they make great gifts also. So whether you're getting just an old-fashioned amaryllis bulb by itself, whether you're buying the kit, it's got yeah. the pot and the soil in it, but they don't, whether you're getting those waxed amaryllis. Well, and then we got the wax amaryllis in, or all the amaryllis in, and they were already trying to grow. So, so we put, put ours, them in the fridge. Yep, we put them in the fridge because we don't want you to buy one that's already, you know, now when we get closer to Christmas. Well, of course, we'll bring them out. Ours yeah. are in, they're in the fridge they're in the also. Fridge, we got yeah. one sitting on the counter. Mm-hmm. And guys, when I say waxed amaryllis, it's not just clear wax. I mean, it's yeah. colorful wax. Some it's, have sprinkles. Exactly. Yeah. You know, they're, they're reds and yeah. there's silvers and golds. And like Veda said, some of them have sprinkling all Snow over. Snow on them. But it's, it's pretty cool. And it's fun to watch. So if you want something that is just foolproof, guys, Get a waxed amaryllis. Right. We, we had gotten some in last year that had little sweaters on them. <laughs> they snatched those sweaters right off those bulbs. They say Merry Christmas it on it, you know. It did not look right at all. So we took the sweaters off the bulbs and then planted the um, bulbs, the wax and all. We just set it down <laughs> into some soil, put moss on the top. Exactly. And they didn't care. Yeah, but we just couldn't have the sweaters. 
You know, it's kind of me. It kind of reminds me of sweaters on little dogs. <laughs> it just, I mean, it's cute. Yeah. But it just doesn't it look doesn't, right. It's just bizarre. But I see why now. I understand that some of the hybrid dogs can't take the coldness. <laughs> yeah. But at first, I'm like, what? You can go to the clothes store and find all these animal clothes hanging on hangers but there are babies aren't they they are but sweaters on bulbs baby that's going to sweat i know why did i even think all right we'll take a break and we'll take your calls 260-5926 good morning gardeners welcome back to mid-south gardening i'm beta with palladio gardens we have kenneth with dan west you can call us at 260-5926 Also, you can listen to our podcast, and if you're having trouble tuning in, you can stream us online, Mighty 990, and also there is Facebook Live. You can post questions on that. You can also call in, and Philip will put your message on the message board, or... Talk yeah. to us live. And then, like you said, always, Veda, you can go back and listen to the podcast, which a lot of people do. They'll come mm-hmm. into work and say, hey, I go back and listen to the podcast. Yeah. They really enjoy it. Well, good. I'm glad to I don't hear know if we have that. anything to do with that, but... No, we just have good topics. Also, we had uh, <laughs> Jan Childress, she texted mm-hmm. in and said, uh, a entirely new industry, plant apparel. Oh. Oh, yeah. Now, plant apparel to me would be like a nice-looking pot, right? Oh, yeah, and I'm going with aprons. See, garden that's, aprons. No, we that can't go, yeah, that's where she's going. Huh, yeah, we can't go down that clothes. road. Uh, so, yes, go ahead, Kenneth. It, we're, we're, you know, we were talking about uh, bulbs a while ago. Mm. Uh, now, other than your amaryllis, which are wonderful, and your paper whites, which are the easiest to grow indoors, all you do is just add water. You know, with the waxed amaryllis, like you said, you don't even have to do that. You just set yeah. the thing on the table and watch it do its thing. Uh, but when it comes to the other bulbs, you know, the, the crocus and the galanthus and the lacochums and the bearded iris and mm-hmm. all those other minor bulbs, um, including the jonquils and the, and the daffodils, those you can really go ahead and start planting anytime. I mean, it, the soil temperatures get, are getting cool enough now to where they're not going to tease themselves out of the ground, right. okay? Uh, now, when it comes to tulips, I, you know, even though you can plant them now, you can plant them just a little deeper, maybe, a, you know, an inch deeper where the ground is cooler, uh, you'll be fine. But I like to buy the tulips and I like to pre-chill them yeah. because out of all the bulbs out there, the, 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 the tulips really need to be pre-chilled or chilled. Usually our winter does it for us before they bloom well the next spring, Right. So I like to get them now, stick them in the refrigerator, mm-hmm. uh, just in the crisper or whatever. Just make sure there's no ripening fruit in there at the same time. And usually plant those around Thanksgiving because yeah. I know by then the soil temperatures are cool and they're going to stay cool. Mm-hmm. Right? Right, right. So, yeah. you know, uh, so it's it, it, the, one of the, how should I say this, a really good look, and we talk about this every year, is having tulips come up in the spring in these beds where you have pansies growing, mm-hmm. that combination yeah. of pansies and tulips, I'm telling That's you, great. Veda. It, now, you don't have to do that. You can have mm-hmm. just tulips out there or just pansies out there. But if you have that combination in the spring, there's nothing like it. No. Yeah, you really do that. And then, like we're talking about, 
We our winners. We wait till after Thanksgiving mm. because for our tulips because they need six weeks of cold weather. Right. But we're almost don't actually get six you, full weeks. You of never cold know. Weather. That's right. Yeah. You, so that's why we're refrigerating. And Audrey Hepburn, uh, one of her famous uh, famous quotes once said, "To plant bulbs is to believe in tomorrow." Oh, that's cute. Because think or about believe it. In next year. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. and that's what we're doing. I mean, yeah. we're planting these bulbs now mm-hmm. to enjoy them in the spring. And that's what makes us so impatient gardeners because we can't see them right now. But we feel me, like we just planted $40 and or more in the ground and you see nothing now. But it's true though. I mm-hmm. mean, you know, we're planting this for next year. Yeah, next yeah. year. And uh, another thing that I like to do when I'm planting my bulbs, whether you have existing bulbs in existing beds, uh, go out there and feed these things. You know, whether it's bulb tone, bulb food, yeah. something uh, because they need that little pick-me-up every mm-hmm. year. You only have to do it once a year. Yeah, but because it's like they're blooming. They've got the food stored in their bulb, right. but they still send roots down, and they need that fertilizer like you were talking about exactly. to continue on. Yeah, exactly. And like I said, all the bulbs typically come back year mm-hmm. after year after year, except for the tulips. Yeah, you and if they do, and eh. you can't count on them. Just treat those as an annual. Yeah. Just don't expect them to come back at all. You know, kind of right. like you know, leaving your caladium bulbs in the ground. Yeah, not going to come Just back. Just don't expect them to come back. Which now reminds me, where did I put those caladium bulbs that I took out of the <laughs> ground? No, where are they? You know, and I've planted caladiums before. I don't have a lot of shade, so I really don't have a use for mm-hmm. them, if if you will. But if I planted caladiums in the spring and enjoyed them all year, I don't think I would take the time to Most dig them up. Most people don't. You know, yeah. elephant ear bulbs the same way. You know, right. they might come back, they might not. Yeah. They have a better chance of coming back than caladiums do, but mm-hmm. I'm just not going to go out there and start digging up bulbs. I shouldn't <laughs> think that way, Yeah. but I'm just not going to do it, though. Right. Yeah, there's so many different types of, of gardening to do like some people have a lot of time and it's their hobbies and they've got spaces set up when you remove the bulbs you know i want a garden like that mm-hmm. but on the other hand you have to take a lot of shortcuts because we do work <laughs> and we can't spend all day in the garden but they are fun bulbs are fun and not only can you plant bulbs in the your beds mm-hmm. and you don't have to have a f- bed full of bulbs you can just do clusters here a little cluster there i mean but it makes a really a big statement when they when they are blooming a cluster everywhere yeah a cluster everywhere <laughs> but i didn't finish the song right no. <laughs> and then you can do bulbs in containers and it's, it's pretty cool you'll see people will layer their bulbs yeah. in their containers yeah uh you know they're you know daffodils at the bottom their tulips you know more towards the center their minor bulbs towards the top that way you get a almost a continual bloom for quite a while when they first start blooming. And in containers. Yep. Now, if your containers are a little smaller, like the point they could freeze all the way through, you'll have to protect them yeah. that way, too. And also, as you were talking about the paper whites, we're potting up paper whites now, but we're doing like... 10, 15 pots this week. Right. And then more pots. staggering those. Yeah, so we can always have something blooming. People like them blooming at Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. I I like them blooming. Thanksgiving time is kind of when I think of paper whites. And then Christmas is when I do the amaryllis thing. But a lot of people do the paper whites up through Christmas. And it's going to take about six weeks Same thing with the amaryllis. Yeah. Yeah. So, wow. You know what? Thanksgiving is in three weeks. It's coming up pretty soon. So you want, if you want things blooming by Christmas, you know, you know, mid November, 
which is only what two and a half weeks away you better have these things going but but my point though is you don't really any time during the winter yeah is you know having these things blooming indoors because they can bloom in january or february exactly yeah you know so yeah you don't have to pinpoint it to a lot of people like to pinpoint it to the day i'm having a big party Mm -hmm. you know before christmas it's hard to do that to the day is and you know because i say well if you need it to bloom faster, then get in as much heat and as light. Not like sun baking through the window, but heat. more heat, more light to get it to bloom quicker. And if you want it to slow down, cooler Cooling. and a little less light. And you've seen people put amaryllis and paper whites on top of the refrigerator, on yeah. top of the dryer. They even got a heating mat. Yeah. If you warm it up, it's going to it's going to speed up the process. And like you said, but if you want to slow it down, just stick it back mm-hmm. in that cooler room. It's going to take its time back right. there. Because that's... De- That'll be a hobby. Okay, if I wanted to bloom on this day, it doesn't look like it's going to happen, so let me warm it up. Oh, it's blooming too fast. Let <clears> me <throat> run it back over here into the cool area. It reminds me of, you know, the Masters they play every year down in Augusta, Georgia. And one of the big things about the Masters are the azaleas blooming mm-hmm. down there. Well, on a typical year, yeah, they're in full yeah. bloom during the Masters. But I remember years ago, uh, it was so warm, so early, mm-hmm. and these azaleas were really budding, and they were popping out, you know. Yeah. But it's it was way before the masters, right? I remember. So this. they were actually chilling the ground. They were putting ice, uh, I guess, bags or whatever yeah. they were doing. They were cooling the 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 this whole ground uh-huh. around these azaleas to slow them things down, to where you would have yeah. a beautiful picture right. when you watch the masters yeah. i do remember one year it didn't work yeah no and and then there's but yeah. then there's years that it did work. but they but they're but they're the way they were doing it they were regulating the temperature and just think with the water shortage and here we are using all this ice for aesthetic purposes but this was years ago though okay we'll see you after this break for the third hour The garden help you need. Now, Mid-South Gardening on the Mighty 990, powered by Palladio Home and Garden, with your hosts, Veda Vance, Kenneth Mabry, and Jim Crowder. Good morning, gardeners. Welcome back to Mid-South Garden. Glad we can be with you this morning. Also, I have to say that I'm still having the puppy scam that keeps getting posted on my page i keep getting yeah on the facebook page facebook sends me a message and says a friend reported that this is somebody pretending to be you Mm -hmm. and then they look it up and go but it's not somebody pretending to be you no but it is it is it's not you it off of there so Uh. it's going on again and uh because people are asking me well didn't you report it but i cannot get on mine to make it happen so please pass it around i'm not selling puppies and i have On not Facebook, ever yeah. sold puppies you have definitely been hacked i keep my, my puppies <laughs> um you know we had a little bit of cool weather last week almost cold weather um yeah so that's kind of just uh you know to, it's kind of just pushes us like okay it's time to get the tropicals indoors mm-hmm. it's time to get the house plants indoors but I had a lady come into the garden center, and this happens a lot, Veda. Yeah. And it's it's a mistake that we all have made. She put, and it's the gardenia, she put black plastic over her three gardenias. Mm. Okay? 
black plastic? Yeah, black okay. plastic. Just just over it and bricked it around the bottom. Went out of town for two days. Mm-hmm. Okay. And she, in her mind, she was protecting her gardenias from cold weather. Right. Well, in a sense, you know, first of all, if you ever let plastic touch the foliage of anything when it's cold, it transfers that cold right to the foliage. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's not protecting the plant at all right. if it's touching the foliage of the plant. Now, like I told the young lady, I said, you would have been okay. And she came back two days later, took the plastic off. The leaves were burnt mm-hmm. up, okay? I told her if you had put some stakes in there uh, and then draped the plastic over the stakes down to the ground and bricked it up that way, you would have not have gotten the burn potentially mm-hmm. uh, because the plastic itself was not directly touching the foliage, yeah. okay? But that still doesn't mean if you put plastic over a plant that's got stakes, you know, it's not touching the foliage, that you just leave the plastic on there. Because the next day when the sun comes out, moisture builds up in there, and it will burn, I'm telling you. Yeah, see, that's practically every day in the winter. Exactly. And, you know, we warm up enough that it will, because the heat is being attracted by the black plastic also, but... That would hold true if you didn't take it off when we had that long week of winter and no sunshine out. But I would say every time you cover, you're going to have to uncover the next day. Yeah, and so I guess my bottom line is I don't like the idea, honestly, of using plastic Mm -hmm. to protect anything. I just don't because it holds moisture in there. Uh, It it can burn if you don't get it off. You know, when the sun comes out the next day, it can definitely burn if any part of it's touching the foliage, whatever you're trying to protect. So I'm not saying don't do it. I just just don't like that the way that that we use plastic. Yeah. I would see me putting a sheet over and then plastic over. Well, I mean, and that's... Because at least it's not touching. Well, you can. Um, But, I mean, I would rather on tender plants you use like a sheet or a frost Mm -hmm. cloth or something that's lightweight, uh, lets moisture pass through. Yeah. Uh, It's... And it's not going to transfer the cold directly to the foliage that it's touching. A sheet's Mm -hmm. not going to do that. Yeah. Now, you know, what you and I always say, Beta, is tender plants like, for example, gardenias, and everybody covers their gardenias, okay, is make sure that they're, you know, moist in the winter. You know, not wet, mm-hmm. but you, you you know, moist soil is a better insulator than dry soil. Absolutely. Make sure they're mulched because you still want to protect that, that root system down there. And as far as covering, uh, just remember, if you're going to use plastic, get it off the next day and make sure that none of that plastic is ever touching the foliage yeah. uh, of that gard- gardenia in this case. Right. Oh, and then Pam Green had texted me, I didn't notice that, that when David had called in from California and was ask, wondering if there was uh, anyone that worked like in personal home spaces, like if they have a couple of acres or even an acre, how to... Or a hundred acres. Yeah, how to conserve their endangered species or how to make sure... Pam was saying that possibly contact the Nature Conservancy, and then they could put you in contact with well, someone. Well, that makes sense. Yeah, so thanks for that suggestion, Pam. So hopefully he's still uh, listening. So, I mean, a lot of people do have uh, land that uh, is not being cultivated, mm-hmm. okay, whether it's uh, timber yeah. or whether it's just fields. Uh, but it'd be pretty cool to get in touch with someone where they could kind of guide you, Veda. Yeah. On, you know, maybe what to plant, 
right. uh, for a lot of these species, like you're talking about, that we just don't see a yeah. lot of. Even like David would say, even some of the endangered species. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty cool. Right. You know, I was <clears throat> still, I'm always analyzing things. <clears throat> but if, um, if you've got property and you're just leaving it all natural and not doing anything. Which a lot of property disturb. out there is just like that. Yeah, to disturb, then possibly you're not um, messing up any of the endangered species. But if you're going to be working all through your acreage, plowing or cutting trees down, changing the landscape of the land or whatever, then I guess that would be something to look into. Well, and then really the problem is, and I'll get off this because we talked about this when David called from California, is just land is being gobbled up every day, mm-hmm. uh, you know, where, you know, for commercial reasons, residential reasons, whatever. I mean, and they're not making any more land. I yeah. mean, so, <laughs> I mean, you know, we're steadily pushing these critters further away, yeah. you know, and, and we're, we're really taking their habitats when it comes down to. Yeah, and then we're be- being mad at them for doing that. Well, yeah. <laughs> so uh, also... Uh, protecting species like we plant for the butterflies and butterflies are actually flying around trying to find the leaves that aren't going to be toxic to lay their eggs on so for and plus also it said the older leaves could contain more toxins than the newer leaves but so they're out scouting all the time you know not only getting nectar but also scouting for the proper place to lay their eggs so they're actually looking for thing, leaves that are toxic versus not toxic. Well, and remember, we've, we've been reading for quite a few years now about the decline in the monarch butterfly, for example. Uh, and so they have their um, sanctuaries, of course, in Mexico. Well, we know for uh, uh, years now there's been a nationwide effort to plant more, just say, milkweed. Yeah, you know, whether yeah, that's uh, Whether true. they're planting milkweed, I mean, I'm telling you, they're planting it mm-hmm. everywhere. There were years ago. Uh, because of the monarch decline. Now, I think a lot of that has to do with weather uh, and then, of course, herbicide, pesticides, mm-hmm. whatever you said, Veda, earlier. I agree with that. But um, I, haven't, I, I, I haven't read lately this year any articles that are saying that the population is growing. Uh, I'm assuming it is, mm-hmm. honestly, yeah. uh, because all it takes is one bad weather spell in Mexico where they have a huge sanctuary to wipe out millions of monarchs, you know? Yeah. But on a personal note, though, a lot of people still plant milkweed. They'll plant, uh, for the monarchs, they'll plant fennel and, 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 and parsley for mm-hmm. the swallowtails and yeah. so forth. So, yeah, I mean, we're doing, in a small way, we're doing our own thing to keep these populations up. Right. Yeah, and that was one of the thing of the interactive gardens for the kids was— the um, milkweed pods they enjoyed popping them open and just throwing up the silky seeds and watching them move through the air and the neighbors are like oh wow i have some milkweed this year i wonder where that came from exactly (laughs) so there's we call it interactive for kids but even people that's lived in the city most of their life Mm. or just becoming garden Mm. gardeners it's interactive for for us or for them too it's great and kids love it (laughs) start them when they're young and they did at some point this morning we'll talk about trees and shrubs Mm -hmm. for great fall color yep you know we're at that time of year and then also easy growing shrubs for zone seven, which in eight, which is what we're in. Are they easy like Sunday morning? Easy like Sunday morning. Yeah. Uh, and some of those shrubs, you know, we probably should be planting more of. 
Man, you know, there is that for sure. I'm telling you. Yeah. All right, y'all, we're going to run to a break. We'd love to hear your questions. Give us some topics to talk about. We can talk about anything. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> I'm sure we have a story about it. Yeah. We'll be right back. <laughs> And welcome back to Mid-South Gardening. Glad you could join us this morning. And um, so I know, Kenneth, you've got a lot of wonderful topics, too. Yeah. I've got some topics to talk about. I was looking for something. Well, so, but that reminds me. Do you know there is a liquidity research, you know, like how things can be liquid? What can liquids make? What can liquids do? Well, they're kind of considering cats to be liquidity. <laughs> you got to explain that. Yeah, because you know, li- liquid can fit anywhere. Sure. In tiny things, so they're they're reading because uh-huh. you're like, this cat must be liquid. How did he get through this? How did it get in the fish bowl that only has a four inch top right. opening? You know, or how is he getting out from under my dresser? Yeah. You know, there's no way. There's just this much, and my cat's that's big. funny. So one thing is the way they're, uh, you know, like we have shoulder blades and collarbone and all that. Well, it's all connected by bone. Well, on cats, it's connected by muscle. So they're able to to bend. Contort. Right, contort and all. (laughs) And then, of course, if you ever seen a cat wet, he's really small because (laughs) the hair is all, all, you know, smooshed down or it's all wet. And um, so those were the reasons... That they're considering a cat to be liquid. That's funny. Yeah. God. Oh, my word. You tell me so, it's not true, though. They'll get in places I that... I know. How do they get in there? And that's why. Like a coffee cup. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I, uh, Veda Girl, see if you back me up on these. Easy okay. growing shrubs for zone seven and eight. And we're zone seven. Some people say seven B. Some people even say in the city is zone eight. So these are shrubs that grow well in the mid-south area that we live in, Okay. First is hydrangea paniculatas. Yes or no? Yes. Absolutely. Yes. And those are the newer, you know, paniculatas like the little limes, mm-hmm. the limelights, the bobos, strawberry vanilla. I mean, on down I the line. I planted some bobos yeah. this week. And yeah. these are the hydrangeas that uh, instead of the old-fashioned pink and blue bloom, they typically mm-hmm. have more of a white bloom. They typically need more sun than shade, uh, and they're summer bloomers. But they are so easy to mm-hmm. grow so that i have to agree that's a big time yes yeah yeah i mean there you don't have to worry <laughs> about too much sun pruning at the wrong time Mm-mm. because all that doesn't matter they bloom with on this the same variety. year's growth yeah, yeah. kind of yeah. like a crepe myrtle they bloom on the same year's growth yeah. you go out there in early march and cut them down to the ground if you mm-hmm. want they're going to come right on back up and bloom the same year for you <laughs> so hydrangea paniculata big time yes right uh snowball viburnums Man, they are underplanted. They are. Yeah, because it's, some people think they're, they call them snowball hydrangeas. Exactly, but they're actually viburnums because yeah. they have that white bloom, that big ball, whether it's the eastern or the Chinese snowball. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they usually start out kind of a greenish tint, the, yeah. the blooms, and then they turn pure white, kind of like the limelights right. do. And they are fast growing. They don't seem like they would be. Extremely fast. Yeah. And they get big now. Some of these get 15, 20 yes. foot tall. And can, but that 15 feet tall is covered with big white balls. Yeah. So that's a easy to grow flowering shrub for a zone seven and eight. So I have to agree with that one. Yeah. Another one is really one of my favorites. 
and it's the osmanthus. Gosh, that's the a good olive. one. Yes. I mean, evergreen. Uh, and, and the reason, of course, other than just the, the green, the evergreen aspect of having a shrub, is the unbelievable fragrance, fade, as you know, that we get from tea olives. Uh, I Unbelievable. Mean, and everybody likes the smell of tea it, olives. It's weird, y'all. It's not like it has a these big blooms. They're, they're tiny blooms. They're visible. Mm-hmm. But they're almost inconspicuous. But you walk past one when it's blooming, and it will stop you in your it tracks. T- it's amazing. And like power. you said, they're inconspicuous flowers, so that makes it harder to find out where that smell's coming <laughs> but it, from. It does. Yes. But it's coming from those little bitty blooms uh-huh. on the on the tea olive. So I have to agree that is a big time yes. And of course azaleas. We all know azaleas. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've got eight billion azaleas around yeah. here. Whether it's encores or Bloomathon or the old fashioned azaleas, uh, we know that, you know, Memphis is almost like the Azalea capital of the world. Mm-hmm. So that's a definite yes. Uh, this one, I don't even know why they put that in there, but was forsythias. Yeah, I mean, forsythias mm-hmm. are one of the easiest plants to grow, yeah. period. But they have great fall color. <clears throat> they do, and they have beautiful early spring yeah. blooms. So that's a perfect And one. it's kind of a statement, you know, mm-hmm. it's, I mean, it's a staple shrub here in the Mid-South. Yeah. We used it, my mother <laughs> used it as a border hedge between our house and the neighbor's exactly. house. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and plus she got the bloom and she got the mm-hmm. beautiful fall And it color. loses its leaves, but in the winter, you're not really sitting out in your front yard trying to be private. And I've got like three more. And this one is an old-fashioned uh, blooming shrub to me, are the spireas. Mm-hmm. Now, this mm-hmm. is not your old-fashioned spirea. It can be. Yeah. You know, whether it's the bridal wreath, the bridal veils, they had that beautiful white bloom. You know, these are like the double plays. Oh, my gosh. The double plays are <clears throat> incredible. Is it not? You have to get a double play because they're all colors. Oh, they, I mean, the foliage, if it never bloomed, you would be this perfectly happy with this yeah, thing. Yeah, And you do. It does bloom. Mm-hmm. But the foliage, y'all, is, I'm telling you, it's got those kind of maroon tips with the yeah. goldish green interior foliage mm-hmm. and then the pink bloom. You cannot go wrong with some of these new hybrid spireas. You I'm, can't because some people don't like spirea. But when you well, see these... Well, they probably hadn't seen these. That's I was going to say. When you see these, you'll be like, okay, I'm good with spirea. Yeah, so write that yeah. one down. Usually you can find those that they're available. Uh, they're not as available in the fall as they are mm-hmm, in the spring. Right. But Yeah, I think I just have one variety of exactly, double play right yeah, now. But they're beautiful. Yeah. And then the next two or three, uh, the next two I'm going to tell you are probably underplanted. Mm-hmm. And I know you love them both, Fada. One is the... Wygelias. Yes, I love them. I mean, it is the perfect shrub. It really is. I've planted them in landscapes around, and there's just no problem. But when they bloom, they're full of blooms. They are. I mean, and you cannot go wrong with Wygelia. No. And they come in every different color out there. Not every color of the rainbow, but tons Mm -hmm. of different colors. They can be small. They can be tall. Exactly. There's a Monet. It's really pretty. But you can't go wrong with Mm Wygelias. And I got one more. And there's different varieties, but there's one in particular is the Dutzia. Do, do, Dutzia. Why are we not planting more Dutzia? I do not know. I planted a dwarf one this uh, past after, right when it was blooming in the spring. So I'm really looking forward to seeing what it's going to look like. And then the one in particular called Chardonnay Pearls. That's the one I planted. It's great. It has, you know, kind of a yellowish green foliage. It's not Mm -hmm. that dark green like the old fashioned Dutzia, it's kind of a yellow green foliage. Uh, those unbelievable white blooms. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it, it just makes me think that there really should just as be as many Dutzi out there as there are Azaleas. Yeah, There's not. 
Yes, yeah, I do not know why they're underplanted. Yeah, but they do great here in the Mid-South. Well, Kenneth, that's that's one of our goals here with the show is to introduce new things, introduce things that we don't readily think we just about. just don't think about them. Well, there's like one. Did you do all your shrubs? That's it. Okay, yeah. so there's one that I've always liked. It's called, it's a pittosporum, mm-hmm. and it's mojo. That yep. one's the one that's cold hardy here. So if you want to get your mojo on, then you get your pittosporum. Now, was that one variegated? Yeah. Yeah. It's variegated. And it stays low as far as the foliage and mounding. Is yes. Mm-hmm. Low and mounding. No blooms. But it's got uh, the cream color in it. And it fits in a lot of different places. Grows in full sun. Part shade. So go with, uh, try the mojo. Ooh, that would be pretty foliage against the wajillias, like oh. the wine and rose. So wine and rose wajillia. She's a landscaper, I'm telling you. She's a designer. Pittosporum together. Just don't make me draw it. So mojo. Just, can I just tell you? Mojo pittosporum. Yeah, mojo pittosporum. Now, in, that is, of course, got variegated foliage. Yeah. And a lot of people, remember two or three years ago then when everybody and their mother lost the Indian hawthorns. Right. They just lost them. Yeah. They're gone because of that that winter we mm-hmm. had um you could actually replace those with some mojo yeah sporum. you could yeah because uh, it's the same growth habit and then of course another neat plant that people are just now becoming really aware of are the different varieties of distillium mm-hmm. and you know the cinnamon girl and the yeah. uh the hung low and uh our swing low yeah uh, swing low they did there's so many Beautiful distilliums out there now. Like vintage jade. Yeah, vintage jade. Yeah. I mean, but it doesn't have to be the linebacker, you know, that big distillium right. that you see. Which is cool looking, but it doesn't have to be that one. No. That's a good hedge, the linebacker. Of course. It, sh- you wouldn't have to prune it. It could just be between houses. I'd say a block. But I think I'm seeing a lot of people plant distillium where there used to be Indian hawthorns uh-huh. and there used to be... Um, uh, or Lucan laurels. Yeah, Lucans. You know? Yeah, so that's a good replacement one, too. All these new ones coming out. Uh, Barberries, lots of new colors of barberries, even tall, thin barberries that they're purple foliage. But the colors of barberries are actually absolute beautiful. Barberry and distillium would be a good combination. Yeah, and then was it was it Red Rocket? Yes, barberry? Red Rocket. Um, and and uh, something attraction. Yeah, there. But like yeah. I said, there's so many barberries out there now, and have unbelievable fall mm-hmm. color. Yeah. You could put barberries around your windows. They have little thorns on them. In fact, a lot of these barberries have beautiful color year-round. Except, oh, that's true. You know, even during the growing season. Uh-huh. Not, they don't, you're not having to wait till fall. Oh, right, right. Like, like yeah. the crimson barberry. It's going to have red foliage mm-hmm. all the way through the growing yeah, season. that's a good point. <clears throat> yeah. And I was thinking also of things to plant this year that you don't really think about. Is One is the butterfly bush. Because later in the fall, it's beginning to kind of lose its leaves. It's not doing the blooming and all. But still, it's a great time to plant it. So next spring, it's going to be busting out beautiful. And and it'll be bigger and more blooms than if you plant it next spring when it is blooming. And there's so many butterfly bushes now on the market. Mm -hmm. You know, when I thought, when I think of butterfly bush, I think of this massive six foot by six foot butterfly bush, which are great. Mm -hmm. Don't get me wrong. But the new, is it the Pugsters? Yeah, the Pugsters, uh, yeah. There are, they're more of a dwarf-type budlia or butterfly bush, but they still have the same size bloom 
Oh, yeah, as they do. a typical butterfly yeah, bush. They sure do. And that's why I love that variety so much. Right, they sure do. Okay, y'all, we got another break. And we'll be glad to take your questions. Otherwise, we have plenty to talk about. 260-5926. Good morning, gardeners, and welcome back to Mid-South Gardening. Glad you could be with us. And thanks for the calls. A while ago, we didn't hear the phone ringing. So if you called, just give us a call back. Yeah. Uh, Okay, so one of the callers, we've got Susan. Good morning, Susan. You're in the garden. Hi, Vita. Hello. Thanks for the call. How can we help you today? Hey, Miss Susan. Hi, hi, hi. Um, We had three crepe myrtle trees. But they they got the blight and all of that, mm-hmm. so we got rid of them. But we're still dealing with the elaborate, elaborate um, root system. Oh, yeah. Oh, how to get rid of them? How, how, my husband keeps on pulling the roots yeah. out and digging them up and pulling them out. But how, how do you just finally get rid of them? Because we want to plant uh, hydrangeas and we want to plant other yeah. things in it. I know, that's a tough one. Like Kenneth was saying, he had a customer come in trying to get rid of them, and he kind of over-poisoned yeah. where he messed the yeah, soil yeah, we up. Don't, we don't, yeah, we don't want to use anything to, yeah. to um, mess up the, the, right. the ground. Yeah. Right, right. And it, <laughs> unfortunately, it's like you just keep pulling them or trying to get dig out all the root system, which is almost impossible. But... They're easy to pull up when you first see them. It's just a nuisance of doing them all the time. We have one section at the garden center that it's just on the daily task to check those areas. And we're pulling them and they just keep coming up. We yeah. drill. Now, one of them, we drilled holes into the uh, trunk where it was cut off. We drilled holes in there and uh, poured some Roundup into that so it could systemically run oh. through the, the root system. Yeah, I mean, I, I have to agree with with her, Susan. It's, it's, it's the plant that just keeps on giving, <laughs> even after you cut it down, and you're going to get sprouts. And, you know, a lot of times if you cut, you know, like an oak tree sapling, if you just keep cutting it down, you know, eventually it will just die. Well, crepe myrtles, it's, they're not quite like that. You keep cutting, them, you know, those, that, that growth, Veda, and mm-hmm. they just keep coming back. Right. I mean, it's crazy. They're, so they're very tenacious. They are, mm-hmm. Susan. But what I what I would tell you is, I mean, it doesn't hurt to keep cutting them, of course. Secondly, Veda mentioned Roundup. You can go in there and just selectively spot treat every sprout that you see during the growing season with Roundup or a Roundup-type okay. product. Now, the beauty of it is it only kills what it comes in contact with. And it doesn't do anything to your soil. Once it hits the soil, okay. it's basically disactivated, okay? Uh, and then the other one a lot of people use is they'll go out there and selectively spot treat with a brush killer. Mm. Now, a brush killer is more for woody-type plants like crepe myrtle saplings, for example. But you mm-hmm. got to be extremely careful with a brush killer, because, especially in beds, because brush killers can move through the soil, where Roundup, something like Roundup, is not going to move in the soil. Hmm. Well, if we want to keep our soil um, 
good. Mm-hmm. Well, between the two, I would yeah. do the Roundup right. over the Brush Killer. Right. Yeah. And just as long as yeah. you stay on top of it, Susan, or your husband, if you're repetitious, and every time mm-hmm. you see a sprout come up, and you go out there and just spot treat it, eventually yeah. you'll get it. Sooner than later, really, yeah. if you yeah. just stay repetitious. He, he, he's been using the axe. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Taking some aggression Uh-oh. out. <laughs> Don't blame him for, for doing that at all. I guess after a hard day's work, um, virtually, he's become a virtual. So then I guess this is how he gets his workout. No, no kidding. doubt about it. Yes. Yeah, but it's just that crepe Myrtle's laughing at that, though. <laughs> They are so, the root system is so elaborate. Yeah. And let me say this, Susan, not to make you cry, but (laughs) I had a a neighbor had one cut down as a white one. And uh, it was right up against the fence line. And they cut it down because they had to put the fence up, okay? That's the only reason they did it. And I am, uh, and I just cut it right against the fence there. I just kind of keep cutting mine Mm -hmm. with the lawnmower. And it is still coming up. And this happened five years ago. Good grief. So if, <laughs> Yes, yes. So, I mean, that's why I don't mind going out there spot treating with either a brush killer or a Roundup product. But just know that the Roundup is not going to, it's disactivated once it hits the soil where the brush killer is not. Yeah. What about the uh, industrial grade vinegar? You can try yeah, it. Because it burns the foliage down, which um, starves the plant, the root system. And it may take a little longer than the Roundup, but, you know, if you want to really go all natural, you'll have some results with it. You'll just spray it, it'll starve it, and eventually you'll kill it out that way. It's kind of like mowing over it. You're you're starving the plant, <laughs> the root system, so it's harder to reproduce foliage, but, oh my goodness. But whether you're using uh, vinegar or something like a Roundup-type product, uh, you know, either way, you're not hurting the soil any more using one or the other, right. honestly. Yeah. And, and, th- and, that's, and that's what we want. We, we right. don't want to just t- toxify the soil. Right. Nothing else will grow. I got you. Well, Susan, but you need to wait until next year when they're really uh, young and tender, when they're actively growing, and just every time oh. you see one, go out there and get it. You're not going to get any results at all this late in the year. Oh, okay. Okay. I'll let him know that. All right, Susan. After he gets his aggression out. <laughs> yeah, right. So he says, I don't care. I'm just trying to get my aggression out. I've got to do it on something. Yeah, you can always go out there with the hatchet or the axe. You never, you, you're just, it's never a That's bad time of year to do that. Okay, thank you so All right. much. Thank, thank you. Dear. Thanks for the call. Hey, what happens when you teach a wolf to meditate? No, God. I'm... He becomes a werewolf. <laughs> Aware. <laughs> oh my goodness! Uh, Can you see a funny. wolf meditating? A W A R E. Aware. Wolf. Oh, that's goes too perfect funny. with the holiday. We were talking about the Dutzie a while ago, which is one of those uh, underutilized potentially shrubs. And Susan Powell texted in on the Mighty Nine Ninety Facebook page. She said, "Did you say Dutzias? Um They are as pretty as azaleas. Please spell that and tell me a little bit more about it." Well, the spelling is what D T D U T. Yeah, D U T I Z E Z I A. Okay, D U T E Z I A. Dutzia, D U T E Z I A. Um, now, yeah. the one reason that it might not be—I uh, mean, there are definitely places in every landscape for Dutzia. There's mm-hmm. no doubt about it because of those beautiful white blooms, especially that one Chardonnay Pearls lady that you were talking about that has that kind of that uh, light greenish yellow foliage. 
Now, they're not evergreen, you know, like Isaiah's are. Yeah. Uh, and they need more a little more sun than Isaiah's, uh, than your old-fashioned Isaiah's, even though they don't need full sun by any means. Yeah, exactly. Uh, they don't. Good filtered sun, I've seen them do really good in that Yeah, situation. and then there are different varieties that get different heights. But typically the Dutzia, just your old uh, Chardonnay Pearl Dutzia, is going to get, what, about four foot tall and about three foot wide. Yeah. Uh, but there are other varieties out there. So, Susan, just uh, read about Dutzia, D-U-T-E-Z-I-A, and uh, especially that one called Chardonnay Pearls. And just, uh, I just think people need to plant more of them, honestly. Yeah, I do too. I'm glad you mentioned that one because that's such an excellent, excellent shrub. Uh, you know, I saw an update on the murder hornets. Remember those? And they're big. And... Uh, now they're up to finding like four nests, but I was watching them eradic- eradicate them, and they're the they look like an old astronaut suit is what the the people are wearing, and then there's these big round tubes that they're using them I guess as vacuum cleaner to try to uh, suck up as many of the hornets' nests and all of that, and the hornets' nest is like a volleyball size. <laughs> almost humongous but they're also noticing that um there's there's honeybees and then there are asian bees uh the asian bees will actually attack they will all jump on the hornets um at one time and their flapping of their wings so fast is such a, a loud noise to that it's de- debilitating to the hornet and then all the asian bees on it can eradicate it like that our honeybees are not quite into doing that yet, yeah. but um, at least, I mean, I couldn't believe the whole apparatus and the whole project because they're they're dangerous to humans. Yeah, this is a, um, a hornet. I think it, they, it was first uh, found in the, what, the, the northwest mm-hmm. up in Washington, Washington State. Yeah, in and that this area. is where they're still finding and them. And yeah. surely it came in on a container ship, no yeah. doubt about it. And it is an Asian-type hornet, which is a much bigger, meaner hornet than, you know, what we typically have right. here in the States. And so then it gets imported over here, but we don't have the proper predators for it. No, and I know that they've been, and I've seen a, a, a article uh, on TV, actually, it was like a documentary about murder hornets. And there are mm-hmm. people out there actively looking for these things and looking for the nest like you were yeah. talking about, because they don't want this thing to explode. And surely, you know, just, and, and a lot of times, it does. I hope it's just too hot in the South for me them. too. You know, <laughs> but uh, a lot of a lot of these Asian or imported, uh, you know, insects that get here, man, they get a foothold, and it's just uh, they run rampant. Right. Well, we're going to go to a break, and after the break, we'll give you a few pointers or a few things of that you need to get done in your garden, and we'll be right back. <laughs> Good morning, gardeners, and welcome back. Okay, so I know that we should can fertilize your lawn with a organic fertilizer. In my, in if you're going natural, um, I'll I'll use the this time. I think I would use. See, I like to switch them up through the Either year. Either the milorganite or the espoma, right? Uh, long food. Yes, and then maybe humic acid. You could use them the spoma long food and the humic acid or the milorganite and the humic acid all at one time. Oh, yeah, no doubt. So that, and then we want to pre-emerge. Yeah, and that's the product that you put down, Veda, to keep the weed seed from coming up. Now, 
if you're going to do a pre-emergent, do it sooner than later now because these nighttime temperatures, they've already dipped down. And that's what triggers a lot of these fall germinating weed seeds to germinate. Mm-hmm. Henbit, chickweed, poena, for example. Yeah. Uh, so if you go ahead and get that pre-emergent down before these weed seeds germinate, that's what it does. It keeps them from germinating. Yeah. But yeah. you got to do it sooner than later, though. Right. It's time to get it down now. Right. And then the strategy of leaves. We, some people like to leave leaves, leave leaves in their beds, but you all, you don't want to wait till the, all the leaves have fallen and then blow all those leaves in the bed because then all of a sudden it's just packed around the crowns of the mm-hmm. plants. Mm-hmm. It's too high. It's causing too much moisture retention. So we usually like when we did leaves, one week do some, the next week do some, until you get to the end, and then the <clears> end we would leave them in the bed. And then remember I told you this year in particular that I didn't want to rake my leaves. I'm just going to mm-hmm. grind my leaves with the mulch mower. Yeah. Uh, I've already done it twice, mm-hmm. and I'm going to do it on a more regular basis instead of waiting till every leaf is falling off the tree. And of yeah. course, you know I've got that tulip popper that's in my front yard that does not belong there, yet there it is, mm-hmm. right? Because my house face is dead west, and if I Honest, if I if I cut it down, my house would probably melt. Yeah, right. Veda, but it's got a million leaves on it, uh, and it's really not the tree for the spot. But uh, I'm not going to rake this year. I'm not going to blow mm-hmm. this year. I'm just going to I'm going to ground them up mulch. with my mulch mower. Yeah, yep. well, that sounds good. Everybody's mulching now, and again, be careful not to throw mulch in the crown of things. I was at the house that we do the interactive landscapes and all that somebody else comes in and does all the mulching yeah, and they're in a hurry and they're slinging the stuff everywhere yes. and so then some of the plants that we had recently planted were dying off and so when i went to look there was just mulch in the center of them Not so good. We just lost those plants because the mulch was too high and then i actually had a client come into the garden center and uh with pictures and that mm-hmm. was the same thing and then a lot of times if you got people coming in doing the mulch for you which i have you know, that, which is great. Right. Uh, no, uh, but a lot is. of times they're putting just way too much mulch down mm-hmm. also. Not only are they getting it in the crowns of a, things like azaleas, which will not tolerate it, they're just getting way too much mulch down. You only need right. a couple inches of mulch. Yeah. That's and all you need. Like the peonies, you don't want to mulch thickly over those. Yeah, I mean, you Japanese maple mulch. is very shallow rooted. Yeah. Now, you do want to mulch mm-hmm. because you want to protect that root system, you know, through the winter. Yeah. It looks good. It holds the moisture in in the summer, and it helps suppress the weeds. So there's all the attributes of yeah. using a mulch. Just do it the right way. That also helps protect the soil web through the winter uh, as well. Yeah, that, and it moderates that temperature in the soil. Yeah. Pruning. You can prune, um, you know, we like to say aesthetic pruning if you can take some limbs out that don't belong in your tree, like dead, damaged, uh, diseased, oh, yeah. crossing. Those are the things that you take out when you're looking at a tree. If you're wanting to limb it up, you know, this is you could do that now too. Uh, the only thing I can think of, like boxwood, you don't really want to prune on those. Um, what's the other one? I mean, you, don't really you sure want don't want to prune, you know, early spring blooming yes, plants. Yes, that's it. That's you know, it. whether it's yeah. azaleas uh, or whether it's hydrangeas, like the old macrophilia, the old-fashioned hydrangeas that usually have the pink and blue blooms. Mm-hmm. No, because they'll bloom next year off of this year's growth, just like the azaleas do. So, and if you had quince and forsythias and those kind of things, mm-hmm. those are big-time no-nos pruning this time of year. It's not going to hurt the plant itself. You're just going to affect the way it blooms next year. Right. So um, pruning, yeah. But just don't do the boxwoods. Don't prune down real low. Don't don't just like 
whack them back because that definitely will enable freeze. All right, so your weekend chores, like Uh we said last weekend, uh, pre-emergence, you can definitely put lime down this time of year. You can definitely put a fall fertilizer down on your lawn this time of year. You can definitely start planting bulbs Mm -hmm. uh, this weekend. Uh, this time of year yeah. you can definitely put mulch down like you said Veda, if it's done the right way you mm-hmm. know because you, you don't want uh you know a uh, 12 inches of mulch you right. don't want the mulch in the crown of your plants yeah. right we can plant the daffodils <laughs> mm-hmm. we can do that too someone like we have a group text at work and they uh texted a picture of well, like, okay, first off, house plants. There's some house plants that everybody calls strings, like string of pearl, string of dolphin, string of turtles, mm-hmm. um, a couple other strings. And so the string of pearls looks like a string of pearls. Except but they're for, green. Yeah, but yeah. they're green. Well, so someone made a Halloween costume for a little kid, <laughs> string of pearls. And then he's holding the plant string of pearls, <laughs> That's too. pretty cool. So now we're there. That's what Jan said. What was that? Apparel, gardening apparel. Yeah. So it was on the group text. So y'all probably caught me doing a selfie. So I was taking a picture of uh, of me laughing at the string of pearls. Costume, ha- a Halloween costume, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And so all the other people, we don't open till 10. So they're <coughs> like, why are y'all texting so early? Oh, I know we got a few minutes left. And these are going to be some, real quick, some trees and shrubs that give you great fall color. Ah, is I mean, this fall? is fall. Heck yeah. yes, fall, y'all, as Veda says. Uh, one is the maples. And right. Veda, you know, maples have some of the prettiest fall color around. Red maples, Japanese maples. Uh, maples in general are great trees for fall color. Uh, dogwoods. Okay, a lot mm-hmm. of times we don't think about our beautiful dogwoods. Not only do you get the beautiful bloom in the spring, but you get that yeah. purplish red foliage in the fall. Right. Let me throw in there real quick the red twig dogwood, which right now has beautiful fall color. And when the leaves fall off, you're going to have beautiful red twigs in the winter. You're exactly right, my dear. What about ginkgos? Oh, my gosh. You have to. And ginkgos are, they're good for house areas because they're tall and a little thinner than oaks that are like 50 feet wide. Oh, yeah. And, they're, and they are slow growing. Yeah. Um, so it's not going to, yeah. you know, you're not going to have this massive tree overnight. But if you've never seen the yellow foliage of a ginkgo in someone's mm-hmm. landscape, you haven't seen it. So. Yeah. Remember that. And they found fossils of ginkgo leaves from way <laughs> millions of years back. Now, and this is one that was written down, uh, Veda, but I don't know if I agree with this or not. I don't <laughs> mind seeing this on the, on the, in the right-of-ways or natural settings yeah. or the sumacs. Oh, right. Now, they mm. do have beautiful fall color, but I don't think, unless you've got a large property. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to p- just plant a sumac, a native uh-huh. sumac, in my landscape. Yeah. Yeah, because there was that... the. Black sumac. Yeah, there are some. There was a chartreuse sumac, but I'm not sure if they really took off. But not just the yeah no, but not in the native sumac that we see on the side of highways Mm -hmm. and railroad tracks. I mean, they they do have beautiful fall Mm -hmm. color. And like I said, I would only plant those. I think if I had a large area and if I had some natural wooded areas that, Mm -hmm. if I was naturalizing, not a problem. Um, Rewilding. What about the the bald cypress that you mentioned mm-hmm. earlier? You know, it has that real pretty kind of a greenish, yellowish foliage before the foliage drops. Uh, the sweet gum, uh, but I would get the gumless sweet gum just to say, okay. Because <laughs> I think a sweet gum, sweet gum. Yeah, I, th- I don't know why anybody in the world would plant a sweet gum. Yeah, gumless sweet gum. Yeah. 
why does that sound funny? Sweet gum, gumless. Yeah, well, it's, you don't okay. want the, the fruit, I mean, the balls that, right. you know, that prick you when you, anyway, but they have beautiful fall color. Uh, Veda, what about um, blueberries? Oh, they have great fall color. I mean, it's amazing. Oak leaf hydrangeas. Yeah. Burning yeah. bushes. Hydrangeas. I think you said that. Crepe myrtles. Smoke tree. Crepe myrtles yeah. is one of them. Yeah. Um, Things the we don't tree. think about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, because look out in your yard right now. Do you have any fall color? And if not, then just you can plant these throughout your landscape. Lakothi. Yeah, that's got great fall color. So, look on your list. Nandinas. Lakothi. Hydrangeas, crepe myrtles. Absolutely. What are uh, the dogwoods, others? Dogwoods. Yeah. Uh, viburnums. Um, and blueberries that we're yeah, talking about. Yeah. Burning bush. And then uh, even like Virginia sweet spire, the Ateas. Right, yeah. Beautiful yeah, fall those color. Are beautiful too. You know, beautiful. now they're kind of inconspicuous during the mm-hmm. growing season, but when it comes around to fall, man, they really show yeah. their colors. They are making me think now. I forgot when you said blueberries. I. I've actually forgot to incorporate that in where we have the um, the garden the kids work in. We have violas and the chards and the kale just for the winter. So I should put a blueberry for the fall. Perfect. Man, I love this show. And y'all listen to our podcast if you missed anything. And we'll see you next weekend in the garden.